Yeah, if someone doesn't engage you in the way that you believe they should, then <laughs> yeah. he was like, he's arrogant. He's act like he's above everybody. Yeah. Like, no, I just don't want to argue with you about stupid shit. <laughs> <laughs> I just really don't have time. To argue. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? And the winner's host, my man. Speech. First of all, I want to thank my connection. What up, what up, what up? Yeah. It's your boy, yeah. What's good, y'all? You know the vibe. Okay. Take the mango. Okay. Feeling now, I'm feeling live. Thanks to the bad aim. I told you out the game. So stop your buffoonery. All right, Yo, I feel like we spoil you guys with Hove, and 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 y'all don't really appreciate it. They guys, I mean, that's Hove, man. I mean, Hove. you feel me? That's Hove. How can you not appreciate one of the goats? Yo, like now that we getting into this, cause yo, like you know how we, you know, you know, warm every podcast up. I was in Atlanta. No, <clears throat> Atlanta. Sorry, my bad, my bad guys, my bad countries, my bad guys. That was Atlanta. A, that was your Atlanta accent. Atlanta. Hey, hey, bro, I'm from Atlanta. That's pretty bad. No, you're pretty bad. That is. <laughs> anyway, they was telling me how Jay not the goat, bro. I had to break this down fundamentally. Yo, yeah, what? nah, bro. Yeah, what? yeah, bro. This is sick. I was hearing Guwap is better than. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I was hearing all kinds of just Yo. craziness, bro. Guwap better than Hove. Uh, three stacks better than Hove. Uh, I know, bro. I know. Bro. You got to sip your water. At this point, you just got to sip your water and figure it out. Nah, I'm, I'm drinking tea right now, man. I, I got to detoxify my whole body, even my ears, from hearing that. Yeah, that man, I mean, filth. Well, that, that's pretty bad, bro. I mean, I that's mean, a, that's a hot take. Fundamentally, that's that's a hot take for Hot Atlanta. No, it's not it's a, bro. a hot take. Yeah, man. I mean, they look like they've always hated us because of our, you know, our elite swagger, a Stilo, as I still call it. Because I me? mean, because like we don't do drip out here. Feel me? It's still Stilo, like. We still run is the it, world. Is it still Stilo? We still run the world, bro. No, I didn't know it's still We still run the world. I know we still run the world. That's a fact. Feel me? Like, feel me? Go Yankees. You, you know what's up. You like, know vibes. You know what's up. Like, Giants still suck. They still the Giants. It is what it is. It is what it is. Yo, shout Trust out. me, you get what you give. Bless. Shout out to Eli, bro. You, uh, that bench, man. I think. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yo, yeah, yeah. It most certainly is the end of an era in New York City. Yeah. Um, Eli Manning. Again, I know it's a basketball podcast, and we, we're trying to, you know, but this is actually a big moment for us, because if you're not here, you don't understand what those two Super Bowls meant to this city. Like, it, it was something oh. we're never going to forget. It's, and, and that's large part due to basketball as well, because, you know, we're, we're, we're clamoring for championships, clamoring for elite, that elite moment where we can just say... We've dominated a sport. Our city has taken the gold. That stuff is stuff you cannot put a price on. Yes. And, like, you have to understand, the last person to win a chip in New York was Eli Manning. So, shout out to you, Eli. Shout out to you, Eli, man. You've paid your dues and you've done enough. So, like, you don't got nothing else to prove, bro. Just. You can walk off into the sunset. I mean, bro. Yeah, walk off into the sunset, bro. They it's get, fine. Go, you feel me? Like, it's about that time you made your money. Nothing more to do. That doesn't make you've you any less of a legend. It, it doesn't make you any less of a legend. But. But, uh, if you guys were wondering. If you guys were wondering. While we started off 
this illustrious podcast with the winner is because today we're gonna go into this season accolade winners, championship winners. We might even dabble into MVPs, MIPs. No, no, no. We we will do that. We are we are covering the whole enchilada. Mm, this is prediction. For me, nacho cheese, salsa, all of it. I got I'm my dumping cr- all of it in there. I'm crystal ball base right now. I got my crystal crystal ball, ball base. I got I'm, I got the thing. I got the. I'm see it all saints. Mm. Mm. Ooh. And this is take the mangoes, baby. And and this is take the mangoes, episode eighteen. Ooh. 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 I like I like how that sounds. Stings the nostrils. <laughs> pungent. <laughs> that's that's quite pungent there. Yeah. So what you call it? You've been you've been seeing. Let's get into like some quick little basketball news and stuff. Little rumors, you know what I mean? It's been light, but you know what I mean? There's still been a little Yo, pot shots here and there. Uh, there's, there's been Steph Curry saying something about Kevin Durant, and there's been Kevin Durant saying how the motion offense was only good to a point. And I think this is way overblown by the media, by, by the way. You know, the media takes something that is a tenth of a conversation, and they expand it to the hundredth percent. It's kind of crazy because all... all Kevin Durant said was the motion offense worked to a point like all offense worked to a point. Let's not let's not act like this is not how basketball goes. Yes. You run your offense and then you give the ball to the best player in the fourth quarter and you get out the way. That's how basketball's always yes. been. Yes. So, so why is the media stretching this thing out talking well, about Because look, this this is something that I need to address. Mainstream sports media seems more interested in having a hot take than they do in actually evaluating basketball. It's pretty sad. I'm not going to hold you. Like, it's pretty sad. There, there, There is this need or, I don't know, obsession. Let's, let's call it an obsession to say whatever is going to get you the most clickbait. Like, Jalen Rose saying that the Knicks are going to be as good as the Nets. <laughs> People saying the Nets are not going to be in the playoffs. Um, Gordon Haywood might be an all-star. What else craziness you've heard? Um, um, what else? The the Warriors might not make the playoffs. Well, uh, crazy, you know, like I just I, I really can't really get too deep into it because you know what I really try not to pay too much attention to it, but I do like like hearing the pulse of the media outlets and the pulse of the media outlet. There's no pulse. It's it's dead. <laughs> it's dead on arrival. There's no pulse. Like. Who's that guy on the jump? Nah, I'm 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 getting into this. The the, smi- the smiley guy. The smiley guy with the with, with the, the with the with the big beard. With the um, I'm a basic man blazers, and he has like the little, oh. the, like little, like I don't know. Oh, he's probably gonna say something douchey like, "Whoa, this is this is Ferragamo, you poor," because <laughs> like you know. That's something that a douche would say. So, you know, like, yeah, like, <laughs> correct me, you know what I'm saying? Like, he's probably going, oh, this is Ferragamo, excuse me. But yeah. he's not there all the time, but he, he does have some crazy he, Yo, takes, I'm man. telling you, bro, the people who say the stupidest thing say, say it with the most confidence. You ever, you, you ever notice that? I do. Like, very, like, just, like, sweat-free, very, like, well, like, you know, that Tim Duncan guy was real bust, and uh, <laughs> I just... I just really feel like he's, uh, you know, not really. Uh... That's when you talk about your gluteus maximus. <laughs> Remember that commercial with the. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> My man's at the cookout just talking <laughs> out of his butt. That Tim Duncan guy's a real boss. Yeah, man. I know some some people like that, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. Uh, yeah, like, 
I don't know, man. It's crazy, bro. It's crazy. The, the, it's, it's just, I, I wish I got paid to suck at my job. I mean, listen, when you're getting paid what they're getting paid... Six figures? To really just... Like, it has to be on purpose. Listen. Scotty Pippen's over there trying to keep a straight face. Uh, you, well, look, look, guys. I, 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 I hate I, to keep on disagreeing with you. I just feel like when it comes to basketball and you, you have to measure an NBA... No, no, no. I, I just really feel like, you know, when you evaluate LeBron, he's not a top 10 player. I, I, I can't co-sign that. I just feel like... <laughs> When you look at LeBron and his body of work and what he's done, you you can't Man, disregard him. Poor Scottie Pippen hasn't he been a through top enough? Ten player hasn't he been through enough in life? He doesn't, he doesn't need to be subjected to all this Bro. this this craziness, man. I just feel like it's disrespectful to get a guy who doesn't know anything about basketball to talk basketball with Scottie Pippen. That's that's very like that by itself should be. Like, Scotty should be corrected. Nah, I don't want this guy over here playing, yeah, and talking to me about basketball, the game that I love and dedicated my life to. You can tell. I think my Scotty Pippen impersonation is pretty spot on. I think it's pretty. Uh, it's pretty close. Pretty it's pretty close. close. I thought Scotty was in the room, actually. I, he, he, he's with me always. Okay. That's that sounds like something you need pills for. Six six, six rings is better than three. So that sounds like something you need pills for. So I I got six rings and uh, I think LeBron needs to get six before he can enter the conversation with me. Man, I'm killing this, bro. Come on, man. Yo, this but let me just say this. I think these guys are really like honestly. I think these guys are are people who watch very casually, look at numbers and look at statistics. And come up with their opinions. So, like, you don't think it's 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 clickbait fodder? I think I think majority of these people are just the people who watch marquee matchups, and they they don't go out their way to go watch basketball. They're not basketball enthusiasts like so you. So, like, what what's Jalen Rose's excuse? He literally got everything oh, oh, wrong. Not, he got oh. everything wrong this last year. Like everything he said since the finals has been wrong. Since the finals, yeah. Like everything, like it's it's like he's just not engaged anymore. Yeah. Like, what's his excuse? What I think he's played this game. He's he's been off. He has been off. Speaking of which, he came out with a top ten all time list. Jalen Rose, talk about it. Kobe Bryant is number seven on that list. Who's what? This this six players better than? It's absurd. Kobe Bryant. Absurd. Absurd. That's news to me. Absurd. Absurd. That's what I'm talking about. Like, that's unacceptable. Kobe Bryant's number seven on his list. That's crazy, man. Pardon, my computer's making alerts. No, no. First off, I really think you should name your computer and give it the proper respect. It's called CPU. No, it? Yes. It? My computer, her name is Imani. I think there's pills for that as well. No, no, no. No pills. Her name, <laughs> her name is Imani, and she will be respected, right? My computer's name is Pennywise. So, oh, wow. Wow, now your computer's going to not work for you now because you <laughs> disrespected him because that's, that's not a her. It's too rugged to be no, her. it's a it. That's why his name's Pennywise. Excuse me. Can you stop referring to your, 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 your personal assistant as an it? All right, can we talk about basketball, man? We're talking about Imani. Can you, can you apologize to Imani, please? No. Wow. Pen, me and Pennywise. What a chauvinist, man. No. Are you serious right now? We're not going to talk you're a, about You are a real chauvinist. What? What? This this lady doesn't deserve your respect? She what? Doesn't. She doesn't. She does not? No. What is she? Some kind of ch- cheap? Just, oh, just, just not to be taken seriously at all? Okay, Mike Pence. Jesus Christ. 
This is unacceptable, man. <laughs> now I'm gonna get hate mail. <laughs> uh, the base is displaying uh, extreme sex. levels of misogyny. <laughs> I want to speak to a supervisor. <laughs> Now, look, look, I'm not making fun of anybody who's ever wrote a letter to a supervisor. I'm not. But I, 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 to, I've been there. I've been there. Back to Jalen Rose. With Team USA, I've been there. Back to Jalen Rose. I just think uh, that... Uh, I want to speak to Greg Popovich immediately. I really do think he is doing the, the network a favor because at the end, end of the day, when he started airballing his predictions, there was a point where he was taking it seriously. His prediction stuff. Yeah. And then he started missing. And then I, now I... Since, since the finals, he hasn't been... Now, I think he's just... He's just shooting off the hip now. I, like I think they sat him down. And was like we brought you on to compete with Charles Barkley. Like you're still competing, and 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 you know when Charles Barkley, Shaq, and Kenny get together, that's all anybody wants to like hear when it comes to basketball analysts. Mm-hmm. And you know they get the summer off because they they deserve it, and they actually contribute real. Thought-provoking analytics, like Kenny Smith is going to explain to you why he feels the way he does. He's going to break the game down. Break the system, game down systematically. systematically. Mm-hmm. Charles Barkley always talks about the game from a superstar's perspective. Yo, man, when we in the thick of it, give me the basketball, blah blah. I can't do a Charles Barkley person. Oh, actually, yeah, you can, man. Can you? I mean, I mean, I could try. I could do a little Charles it's Barkley. <laughs> Everything's terrible. Uh, the Knicks, can, man. The Knicks. <laughs> Kenny, I will t- tell you, I tell you, Kenny, <laughs> this 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 uh this Portland Trailblazer team, I I think they're gonna go to the finals. <laughs> I mean, I like what Lillard's doing. Lillard, I like what uh, CJ McCollum's doing. Man, that's Alabama, Alabama. <laughs> I, Yo, I like, man. I just like that team. I like Kenny. Chuck, 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 listen, Chuck, you're not a champion, you, so you, you can't. You can't. <laughs> Chuck, you're not a champion, so you can't, you can't, you can't talk about Chuck. No, no, Chuck, no, no, Chuck. You never won a ring before, Chuck. I, I don't want to hear it. You never won a ring. You don't know what it's like. You're, you're a bum. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty much. That's pretty much verbatim. Uh, verbatim. How the conversation goes. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. But it's better than what Jalen Rose be putting out. Yeah, man. Well, basically, I wanted to, to get into a little bit about what Curry and KD was getting into. Oh, okay. All right, so. Uh, if you guys don't know, KD had an interview and he stated his opinion. Sorry, excuse me. Uh, you're not. You're not excused. On how he felt, how his situation and the Warriors went, and he felt like he stated that the ISO motion offense worked to a point, and then it got down to the nitty gritty. It always came down to isolation basketball, which won them. Two championships. Two championships. And made... It would have been three had they actually, you know, like... Had their ace in the hole. Yeah, exactly. It would have been three. I'm sorry, guys. Sorry, Toronto. We They know. They know. Nah, they don't know. They do know. I, that's, they why don't they, know. that's why they celebrated when when Kevin Durant tore his Achilles. They knew... That's, yo, I will never forget that as, as long as... I will never forget that. That was one of the lowest moments I've ever seen in the finals. Yeah. Because, like... Understanding what KD means to the game, you don't want to ever see him go down like that. And the fact that people were cheering about that, and like if I'm the Raptors, I want to beat Kevin Durant, but that's not here nor there. Sorry. Yeah, but to, to add to that point, Toronto was very aware that 
It could have went to Game Seven the way KD was dialed in. He didn't miss a shot that game. He did not miss a shot, and then he had to be carted off. Yep. Uh, but back to what I was stating, uh, he was saying that it works to a point, and at the end of the game, when it got down to the nitty gritty, isolation basketball was the way to go. And I see nothing wrong with the comments, but the media is putting out that, oh, he's he's this is his way of taking shots at the offense. I absolutely not, man. It's not his way of taking shots at the offense that one or two rings. I just think at the end of the day, that's how all offense works. It's the time where you you uh, stray away from game plan and the superstars become superstars. That's what it is all about. It's all about the moment. It's all about breaking your man down. It's all about looking your man in the eye, playing defense on you, and then you getting the upper hand and putting better offense over defense. And honestly, from a technical standpoint, the motion offense doesn't cater to someone like Kevin Durant's game anyway. You know what I'm saying? Like, it caters more to Klay Thompson's game and Steph Curry in stretches. Mm-hmm. And also, the motion offense allows Draymond to flex on his intangibles. Those things that, like, actually... Make Draymond Draymond. Make Draymond Draymond. Absolutely. So, I mean, the system in itself caters to the main core players that were there. So, it, it, it also makes sense. Because they had to make adjustments. They had to make adjustments, basically, when they were adding Kevin Durant. And... They never, quite honestly, like, tried to hide that. Like, Steve Kerr would always say, you know, you know, Kevin Durant was brought here to bring us over the hump. You know what I'm saying? Like, like there's nothing wrong with what we're doing. We just need somebody to do what LeBron does better than LeBron or as good as LeBron. And that's why Kevin Durant was there. So they all always had an understanding from a technical basketball standpoint that when the game is getting grinded out, Boom, boom, boom. And LeBron's doing his Clark Kent Superman stuff. And, you know, Kyrie's doing his, you know, I don't know, Nightwing stuff because he's not Robin. Like, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? It's, 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 it's hard to beat that by staying in the confines of the offense. And also, you have to understand the context in which they were talking about. They, he was talking about winning a championship. That's what he was talking about. Like, that, that, like and uh, that, that kind of went unsaid through, throughout these comments because he wasn't talking about how, like, how the offense was throughout the year. He was talking about winning time when nothing else was working and they needed to get to the next level. That's what he was talking about. Well, uh, recently in the media, Steph Curry was asked about how he felt about the comments and he stated, uh, yeah, I love playing iso ball too and that's one of my favorite parts of the game. But he stated, I like winning championships more, which was kind of a little dig. If the media, that's the way the media portrayed it. No, nah, I mean, look, Steph Curry, as much as we don't like to acknowledge this, he's in the all-time game. He is. He, he, he's in the all-time game. Like, he's, if, if Steph Curry would have won last year, he would have had a three-peat, and he would have been the first team to do that since Shaq and Kobe's Lakers. He, mm-hmm. would've, he, would have, he would be a four-time NBA champion, two-time M- MVP. One time unanimous. First ever unanimous. First ever unanimous. Yeah. Like he's he's definitely in the all time conversation. Absolutely. Like he's he's right now, I, I feel like he's every like he's 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 lapped Zeke. Listen, he's, he's, he's lapped who else? He's lapped uh Zeke. He's he's I mean he, he's revolutionized the game. He's passed, he's lapped D Wade. He's past Iverson. He's past Iverson. Yeah. 
Yes. Yes, he is. Pass Iverson. Man, like, he's really doing this. Like, this guy is the best shooter of all time. Whatever you say, whatever we can say about Steph Curry as the player, we have to put all time next to his name because he's definitely revolutionized the game. He's changed the way people play right now. Uh, it's legit just the pace of the game has heated up. The international game has picked up this style of play. It's just, this is the era of basketball we're in. I like to coin this era as the golden modern era. You know what I mean? This is the best basketball we've had in the modern era of basketball. And since the 90s, I believe. That's what I think. Because in the 90s, when you looked at every team, you could point to a superstar. This era, you can point to a whole bunch of superstars on big name markets, big teams. You can go down the line. There's a duo everywhere. This is We're going to be in the best basketball of our lives. And the children who's growing up in this generation, they're going to look back at this generation just like how we look back at the 90s. Wow. Yeah. Now, uh, I agree. Yeah. And also, these next two, three years is going to be legacy-binding years. Like, Kevin Durant, if he wins in Brooklyn, just think about that. If he wins in Brooklyn, like what that does for his legacy. If Kawhi wins in If Kawhi wins in L.A., think about what that does for his legacy. LeBron only puts more icing on this cake of a a wonderful career that this man's had. If LeBron wins on the Lakers... Then you know this, <laughs> like it's it, uh, like w- w- it's a phenom stuff. We never seen this. Like winning a chip with every franchise you play for, mm-hmm. and and it's also the Lakers. So you know it's going to be magnified for years to come. You years know, to come. Like I, this I, is NBA's franchise. I bet you, if LeBron won wins f- for the Lakers, they'll remember him as a Laker. Like he'll be like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like yeah, like it, it was like like every. Flashback, yeah, LeBron used to play for the Lakers, and like they, they're probably not even going to talk about the Cavs. Right. That's <laughs> funny. <laughs> That's hilarious. Like, he'd be like, oh, like, you know, the Miami Heat was his Darth Vader years, you know, like when he decided to go <laughs> evil and, yeah, like, just do. Man, he has, like, looking at his career is so storybook, but, yeah, like like I said, man, like, like you were saying, this is a legacy time, bro. Yes. This is James Harden. Yes. He goes up, he, he clear cut. It'll be no arguing. If James Harden had two rings, he's the best player in the NBA right now. And it's bar none, not not close. Not close. Like nobody like again. I was talking to a Nick fan earlier I don't today. Think not close, but yeah, I was talking to a Nick fan earlier today. There's still an argument. Nah. That'd be an argument. If James Harden won a ring, what's the argument? James Harden won a ring, he'd be like Kevin Durant, same situation. He wasn't doing what Harden's doing. In the same situation, wasn't doing what Harden's he doing. wasn't in the same situation, bro. You telling me? You telling me Kevin Durant in the same situation? Come on, he played for the Golden State Warriors, bro. Tell Kevin Durant. Kevin Durant. Listen, listen. You heard what you just said, right? Yes, he played for the Golden State Warriors. He was how many? How many? Certainly, play, how many great players is on the on the on the um on the Golden State Warriors, Jared? Bro, there's the Golden State Warriors is the '90s Bulls. People don't go, oh. Jordan had all the help in the world when he won. But that's not that's Jordan not what people say. Jordan. Listen, I'm talking about listen. L- listen, Jordan is Jordan. He can take any Hi- shot he wants. Listen, want. hindsight, right? Mm-hmm. People are going to view the Warriors the way that they viewed the Bulls. Of course. So people don't look at Scottie Pippen and give him asterisks because he played for the Bulls. That doesn't happen. I'm not giving Kevin Durant an asterisk. I'm but you just feel saying, me? Like like that I'm narrative saying, is not going to last the test of time. Like people who who haven't witnessed this. 
like it's gonna come off as news to them that people were 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 were, were hating Kevin Durant's decision. Hindsight, people are, are gonna be like, oh, you know, again. So um, when I look at the '80s, my lens of it is, oh, the '80s was just Magic and Bird's playground. Mm-hmm. No, we gloss over Julius Irving's like you know yeah. run in the '80s. The sixes, yeah. Gloss over you know. Like back then, Kareem in 1980, Kareem was the phenom. He was LeBron. Isaiah, Glance, Glance over Isaiah Thomas. He almost three peated. Let's let's not. He, he's get gloss over. Like the only thing you remember is the is the Magic, and Bird, and it's like it's like every kind of narrative is formed around Magic and Bird. Like if 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 they tell it, no other teams won in the 80s. But yeah, I don't want what I'm saying get missed in translation. What I'm saying is. You put Kevin Durant in a system where you said, go ahead and solely, this is you, go for it. Everything that you do will be put into a pick and roll situation and you score off the pick and roll situation. And you you dominate the offense. We have He has not been put in a D'Antoni style offense. Like you said, we was talking about the ISO motion. Iso motion is all predicated off of ball movement. Ball movement. Man movement. Man movement. And moving without the ball. And sharing the ball. And sharing the ball. Finding the weak point. Swinging the ball. Beautiful. I, I think that's beautiful basketball. But when you slow the game down and you're one of the best isolation players in the game, like, he's a superstar of superstars. And at the end of the day, this guy can score blindfolded. Yes. But there's a... There's a, a a select few, a handful of players in the league, like four or five I can name off the top of my head, who could score, score blindfolded as well. He's just... LeBron, ex- Harden, Curry. Yeah. Durant. Durant. Kyrie. Yeah. Harden. Yeah. I already said Harden? I said, said Harden. I said Harden twice? I said Harden twice. Well, Harden three times. <laughs> but yeah, that. but like I said, shout out to that whole situation. I think we are in for a doozy. I just want to get quickly into this, this categories on... What do you think is going to pop off this year? Do you have any ideas where you want to start off with? I think we should start slow. Most improved player. Most improved player. Yeah, like... There's a, there's a lot of people that that uh, I think about when it comes to most improved players. Uh, but I think it's all going to boil down to who's winning the most. And I think when we think about who's winning the most... My pick would be, I think Brooklyn will have Karis LeVert finally get the MIP that he was on pace for last year. That's a good pick. Yeah, so I I just view this as his moment. I view this as none other than being, you're running mates with Kyrie Irving right now. And Kyrie Irving has a negative perception around him that he's going to stunt the growth of young players. Certainly is not. And I just think it was more of... Offense, I think it was something that, that Brad Stevens couldn't figure out with his talent that he had on, on deck. A lot of them did fit awkwardly, if you ask me. But it, it's also, yeah, like especially to complement Kyrie's game because um, Kyrie won when he wasn't asked to be the facilitator. Kyrie won. Like when Kyrie was asked to be the closer and the, uh, you know, dominant – unstoppable offensive force. When he had to focus solely on that and LeBron James handled all the playmaking and all this, and, 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 and all these other things, Kyrie won. But in Brooklyn, 
that 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 whole uh, dynamic is 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 greater now because Karis LeVert right now is the team's best playmaker. Yeah, he he he, and it's 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 measurable. So you, you when Jared Allen is on the floor, he uh, plays the, better. Yeah, he plays better with Karis LeVert. Karis LeVert can play the backup point guard. He can play the off-ball shooting guard, and he can play the uh, that dynamic wing, small forward. And from every one of those positions, he can get you assist. He averaged four assists last year, so it's like he can thrive. But yeah, he's 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 right now is the point guy. Now the reason why I say this is because Kyrie Irving is a better facilitator than Karis LeVert, but Karis LeVert is the more natural and willing facilitator. That's why I say, you know. He can certainly, most certainly, in the starting lineup, handle those duties and have Kyrie being, you know, that unstoppable force. So I, I, I actually agree with that. I, I wanted to also add to that that uh, Kenny's system is definitely highly touted for what it does with guards. Yes. So we're going to see, I believe, the best version of, of Karis because we not only have two people who can penetrate and make the defense look silly, we we got this young guy coming up who's also a two way player. So, shout out to Cavs Avert, my pick from MIP. Who you got? Mine's a little different. Um, I got De'Aaron Fox. Mm. Um, I feel like the flash we saw from Team USA was it 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 kind of showed that he was ready to take the next step. De'Aaron Fox is everything everyone thought Lonzo Ball was, and. Um, I think it's becoming more apparent now. He is John Lefty John Wall with a jump shot, and I think next year he's going to go bananas. Um, nice, I like that pick. Yeah, he's he's a uh, like he's prime and and ready to go. Um, I think he's going to be one of the best point guards in the Western Conference next year, probably the league. And he he's going to make a definitive jump to being an All Star. I think he's going to be doing stuff at that position that's that's going to push people to get better. Um he he's the the most complete point guard of like the young guys coming up, you know, like from the D'Angelo class and the, the Donovan Mitchells and and all that. He's the most complete point guard. He 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 can assist, he can score, he can run he can with shoot. anybody, he can shoot. Um he's dynamic on defense. His his length is crazy and he's a leader. He he's a guy who can get his team to rally behind him. One thing that people don't talk about with De'Aaron Fox is his ability to finish at the rim. It's elite. It's it's only the best point guards in the league are better than him at that. And he outmatches most 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 point guards on a nightly basis. It's it's hard to contain him. Um the Sacramento Kings are starting to embrace this open floor transition game. I like that a lot. Like they, they have shooters around him too. So a lot of the time, you know, um, Darren Fox reminds me of Victor Oladipo a lot, especially when he's like in transition with the pull up threes and he's getting back and and then his ability to penetrate. He 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 he's on that that pathway towards me, for 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 me at least. And he has something to prove. People don't really remember. Or they, they, they seem to forget. Lonzo Ball was the thorn in his side since college. He was balling, doing his thing, 
And all, all they were talking about was Lonzo Ball. Lonzo Ball this, mm-hmm. Lonzo Ball that. Remember when they met? Remember when he did the Lonzo? Destroyed him. Destroyed him. Destro- embarrassed him. Mm-hmm. Destroyed him. Fox's dad's talking about, yeah, I mean, you know, he's been doing this and nobody want to talk about it. They just want to talk about, you know, Lonzo Ball, the hype, blah, blah. De'Aaron Fox got it. And most improved player, easy. Like, I, I, I think he's going to be averaging 25, 24 a game next year. Mm. I think um, um, he, he already shoots the three ball around 40% and, like, like around that percentage. I, I, if it elevates higher than that, I'm telling you, the Sacramento Kings is going to be out of this world. And the thing that I think is going to solidify this pick is his ability to make his teammates better. When you start seeing how he starts bringing the best out of Marvin Bagley, when you start seeing how he starts bringing the best out of Buddy Held, when you start seeing how he starts bringing the best out of all these people, it's going to suddenly become, okay, this guy is emerging as a top point guard in this league. Now, you can pretty much expect what D'Angelo did last year, but a little more than that because I, I think he's more aggressive than D'Lo is. Um, that's that's clear cut, and that's without a shadow of a doubt. You could you can see that when it comes to end to end speed, there's only a couple point guards that rival him. And just off the top of my head, John Wall when he was healthy, uh, and Russell Westbrook as well. He's so, lefty John Wall with a jump shot. So when when you have all that plus the nucleus that they have over in uh, Sacramento, that's that's only recipes for for yes, definitely. One of those type of players who have what they have and are on pace to make that next step and becoming the next player that they need to be. So, what? So, what are we gonna do next? We wanted to do six mans of the year. <laughs> we oh, we just just go down we, the list. We gonna rapid fire, baby. Oh, six man of the year. Um, that's that's a wrap. Lou will just change subject. Just Lou, keep going. Oh, you think Lou will? Bro, look. I. You know what? I'm go. I'm. I'm. I'm gonna go some somewhere else because I'm. I have. Something in my head that thinks that Lou Williams' service as the primary scorer is not going to be the thing anymore on the Clippers. So it will be, he will take some limited um, time sometimes. It would take him, sometimes he's not going to be the player that, that, that we saw him be last year or the last two years that he won six man a year. I think there's going to be teams that need players in a six-man role more than Lou Williams needed as a Clipper. See, look, and I, this is why I got to debate you on this. That mindset is detrimental to the NBA. Listen, the opportunity that Lou Williams has right now, right now, yeah. first off, without question, the best opportunity he's ever had in his career. Without question. Right, absolutely. Like To win a championship. Without question. To win a championship. And, no, but, like, to, to be productive, too. I don't think he's going to have his best statistical year. But, like, I don't think he needs to have his best statistical year to win six-man because his team is going to be among one of the best the, the regular season top two teams in the league regular season. They 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 they're, they're, they might be the number one seed of all the league. Like, but the best team having home court through the finals. You're foreshadowing some of my picks for future categories. Nah, bro. But at the end of the look, see, with all that being said... This all this stuff will come together immaculately. I think it's gonna to be top of the West, 
probably top of the league. Clear cut. But we're talking about the team. He's already won back-to-back six-man-of-the-years. How many six-man-of-the-years? He's the best six-man-of-the-year of all time. Well, arguably. Of all time. He's passed, he's passed Del Curry as the most points ever scored by a six-man. Is he really better than Manu? No. Thank you. But that is... Thank you. When, That's the best six-man of all time. When, but I think Manu is only a six-man due to he's a, circumstances. The, the circumstances in real life, he's a six-man. Let's let's not let's not let's not uh, put no asterisks next to Manu. Try to downplay what he's done. He's a he's a starter. He's the greatest six man ever in NBA history, and people Manu, tend to forget. Manu Ginobili's a starter. He's a six man. He's a starter. He's been a six man his whole. Career. I know, but he's a starter. Too. All right, so like he, he, he all right. He's, he's. I don't view Manu. I do not view Manu the same way I view Lou Williams. Exactly, because they're completely different tiers. Because Manu Ginobili is an all star. Starter, legend, Hall of Famer. Yes. Clear, no. First ballot. When I'm talking about six men, I'm talking about you have a niche niche role in a in a team. How is that not Manu? He's not because he's niche a, role on a team. Because that literally defines his entire no, career. Manu Ginobili is a is a Swiss Army knife. That's what he's been his whole career. He's you need assists, he got assists. You need clutch buckets, he got clutch buckets. The elite you, scoring. You need rebounding, a clutch rebound, he got a clutch rebound for you. He can run an offense. He, he's every give you 50 points. He's everything. He's not a niche. Like he's shooter. Not, you can't put Manu Ginobili in a box. There was a point where we're calling him Argentina and Kobe Bryant. Kobe Bryant. Like we can't even you can't even compare that to Lou Williams. It was a problem. So when I'm talking about Lou Williams, I'm talking about the role, the when you talk about the six man role, I'm talking about that role. Big, not, that's what I'm saying. That role, though, like how, how, how can you he Manu, Lou Williams, Manu showed you, like listen, Manu showed the world what can happen if somebody of his talent buys into that role. Right. He showed the world what happens. And look, that's what I want you to, to understand. It's like. He's a four-time champion. It's like looking at the Thunder. Remember the Thunder? Nah, man. No, no, no. no. Let, me t- let, me, let me finish. James Harden could have been that. Let me finish. My, 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 my point. It's like when you looked at the Thunder. You saw James Harden and said, this guy. Not a six-man. He is not a six-man. Yeah. And then you look at Manu Ginobili, you say the same thing. But he but is listen, a six-man. No, he's a six-man because he stayed a spur his whole career. And at a spur, he played... He stayed a spur his whole career, and, and he won six and he won championships. Listen, listen. You put him on any team, bro. He's a franchise guy. Circus numbers, bro. Franchise guy. Lou yeah. Williams is not that guy. Yeah, no. Lou Williams is a career six man. But that, but that's what I'm saying. So look, that's what. Look, look, but look, 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 listen. That's what I want you to understand. I understand what you're saying. Yeah. He's six. He's yeah. a six man because he was a six man. All right. Yeah. Obviously. But look. But we. we it we, happened in real life, so we, we can't. We, we, we can't. We can't discredit it we because both, we both know. All right. Because because his talent outweighed the position. There's no sustain, bro. He, uh, he is is a team sport. He did his job. He bought in, and that's the result. When you think of the role six man, you do not think of Amano Ginobili. You don't think of. He's the consummate six man. He's the standard, bro. He uh, he he is he he is he is okay. Not the standard. He's the pinnacle six man. He is the best case scenario six man. Somebody who that's only situation, bro. Listen, that's some, only he's a, a franchise player. A, a guy who is, who has first ballot Hall of Fame talent. Manu Ginobili's a franchise, and like player. he's literally buying into the fact that he wants to be a six man. Is, is Lou Williams a franchise player, bro? He's not a is franchise Lou, player. Is Lou Williams a franchise? No, he is not. 
Is Manu Ginobili a franchise player? Yes, any other he's team? franchise talent, but that's his whole career is a that's six all man. I, that's all I'm saying. But like that, you, you answer my question. But like that, that's that all. doesn't discredit what I'm saying though. I'm not saying I'm not saying you're wrong. He's the greatest six man ever. I'm not trying to argue with you. All right. I'm making sure, just making sure we know. I just want you to understand. You, you already answered my question, so you said he's a franchise talent. So. He is, but like that doesn't the, being a franchise talent doesn't disqualify you as a six man. I'm just saying I don't view him as that because I already know how immense his talent. That's is. not fair, man. So he's too good for the to, to qualify your position. He's he's a franchise player any place else, but Greg Popovich put him in that role because that's what the team needs. No, he, Greg he, Popovich going on record and saying. He only put him six man because that's what the team needed because he didn't have that person that he trusted to lead the second, second unit. Yes, exactly. That's like a lot of the the six men. When I think about six men, I think about your microwave scores. I think about your people. Nah, pe- but like that's that's limiting the. the I'm position. talking about the, the role. That's all I'm talking about. But let me get into my pick of six man of the year. Uh, this might come as a surprise. And uh, I think it's this this pick is something that I'm a little iffy on because I'm not too sure if this is going to play out the way I think it's going to play out. But I think Jalil Okafor is going to be due for a big year next year. Ooh. Ooh. I think playing next to Zion, the spotlight on him, I think, I think we're going to see Ja's best basketball, man. You think it's crazy? That I, so... I don't think it's nuts to think that he's that 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 he can actually win that starting spot. Over over Zion. Over Derek Favors. I think I think Derek Favors supplies a need that Ja doesn't actually provide. What um um defense and rebounding. Defense rebounding absolutely. So rebounding. Let's talk about that. The kind of year Jaleel Okafor had last year, it was a I'm still here, guys. Right. Kind of year. And I just feel like putting a score in that because, like, okay, Zion, I think, and this is going to leap ahead. Um, Zion is going to have a big year next year. And it's, it's, it's going to be so big. People are going to finally start realizing, okay, you know, Zion may, may just very well be, like, a LeBron-like prospect. Like, we, we, we're, we're, we're getting cooled down on him because David Griffin is very great at lowering expectations and setting the expectations for his team. David Griffin seems like a masterful team president and GM. He understands the mindset that the team needs to be in in order to be a winner. With that being said, he's not fooling anybody. Mm-hmm. Zion Williamson is a once-in-a-generation talent. Oh, no, we know that. He is going to handle the rebounding even if he's playing next to Derek Favors or Jaleel Okafor. Jalokafor is not a bad rebounder. He is not a great rebounder, but he's not terrible. But I feel like we're going to see Jalil Okafor as that imperative stretch five. They're going to realize, okay, because I, 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 he fixed his jump shot. He's, he's, he oh, increased no, I, range. See you seen? Yeah. I've seen it. I've like seen he's, it. he's like. His face-up game is just as good as his back-to-the-basket his back basket game. So, yeah. like, he's no longer just a back-to-the-basket kind of, you know, wear-you-down kind of player. But you know what? A lot of. People in the NBA, a lot of players, they said, yo, he's been had that in his bag. People have just been asleep. Look. He's been had it in his bag, bro. Look, I I don't think it's crazy to say that he takes that starting spot from Derek Favors. I th- I, I think. That's the only reason why I'm, I think I'm contesting Hayes, him six men. I think Hayes and Favors 
they're going to play off each other. I think Ja and Zion are going to play off each other as well. That's the that's the dynamic I think this team's going to have. And I also, uh, I just wanted to put up an honorable mention since we was talking about um, most improved players. I think uh, Lonzo, if he has a full healthy year, he could probably get an MIP. So all right, that's a that's a that's a mention. All right, mention. let's let's uh, let's not get into that. All right, so because we kind of touched on on Lonzo before. I think Lonzo is a little overhyped. Okay. I don't think he is destined to be this Hall of Fame point guard that everyone's saying. Like and and I think we should stop with the Jason Kidd comparisons right now. Okay. Um. You know. There's nothing wrong with being a, uh, you know, probably sneaking to a few all-star games and, you know, being an impact point guard. There's nothing wrong with that. Like, everybody don't have to be a superstar, you know, Hall of Fame, first ballot talent. Um, it's just, you know, like, he, he, I don't know. Like, I don't see that. I'm going to rebuttal that real because, quick. Because, look, look, so, all right. So, let me know when you finish your point. All right. Let's do a deep dive in Lonzo Ball. Lonzo Ball, so far, he's averaging, like last year, 9.9 points per game. So basically 10 points per game, mm-hmm. five rebounds, five assists, right? He, his, game already, his game already lends him to, you know, a very well-rounded, you know, established game. But when you look at his shooting numbers, he shoots 41% from the free throw line. He shoots 40% overall from the field. And he shoots 32 points. 33% from the three-point line. Mm-hmm. So, um, if you compare these numbers, like, again, you know, remember how Frank Nicotina is getting killed in New York because he can't score? Right. I'm not saying that Lonzo is that bad offensively, but what I'm saying is, like, your your inability to consistently show up on the offensive end is what's going to kill you. Now, he makes up for it by being, you know, one of the best facilitators at his age, without question. Man, the man knows how to distribute and 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 really execute an offense. He knows where to be at, and he's really athletic, low key. Like he can really catch posts if he wanted to, but he doesn't have that dog. I, I don't I don't see it. Like I don't see this. You know I don't know what would it take for him to win it? like MIP. Think about it. So like like you know let's say let's say De'Aaron Fox has the year that I that I think he does. Let's say Karis DeVert has the year that you think he does. So that means Lonzo Ball is going to have to improve 20 a game, 7 assists, 6 rebounds in order to even compete with that. All right, all right. Do you realistically see that happening? I, I see him as, like I said, honorable mention. So he, if he doesn't fall as the top 2 or top, he'll definitely be in the top 5 in, when it comes to that, um, that accolade. So... Let me just break down what what I why I'm viewing this as a a win situation for Lonzo Ball. Right now he's currently playing with JJ Redick, a sharpshooter, extraordinaire, extraordinaire, three point extraordinaire. Yep. He's also playing with Zion Williamson. Zion Williamson, the phenom, the young phenom who's also a a crazy finisher. Yep. And. A dog on defense and just has that dog that dog that you said that Lonzo's lacking. Yes. He 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 has that in, in, in abundance. He also is playing with uh a young fellow by the name of Hayes. 
We saw him in summer league. He was very, 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 yeah, very athletic, very athletic. One of the standouts of summer yeah, league. Yeah, he's very, he's he's one of the guys that is is definitely in the right Jackson situation. Jackson Hayes, Jackson Hayes stands at six eleven, yeah. two twenty pounds. You know what I mean? He's yes. playing with Drew Holiday. Very well. good pickup. Drew Holiday, and uh, oh yeah, I, playing with Drew Holiday. I'm, I'm I failed to mention there's a, a lot of these guys that I'm I'm putting out. Lonzo is also one of these players, are very good young defenders. I think he's going to have a great young defensive game. I think he's going to be, this is going to be one of the best defensive teams, low key. In the league. In the league. Honest, yeah. And they'll be fighting for a bottom spot in the, in the playoffs. That's but, what I believe. But again, like. And I, I think with all that stuff being said, I say we can see his assist jump up to 8 9 or something. Oh, like yeah, that. no, yeah. Not, he could be yeah. one of the, the assist leaders and have one of the best defensive years and still put up like 15 points. If he was like 15 and he's doing 15 and 10 with phenomenal defense, that's that's predicated for almost MIP as well. It's it's without question that, you know, Lonzo Ball being on a team where, you know, he oh, knows. Oh, shout out to Ja. He also has Ja on his team as well. Oh, yeah, 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 Ja. Shout out to Ja. Yeah. I think it's, though, like, to be said that, like, Lonzo Ball is, is no longer on a team. He's no longer a part of the, the LeBron James show. So he's going to have the ball a lot more in his hands. Absolutely. But his jump shot and his ability to create and shoot off the dribble have to improve in order for him to be able to compete for the most improved player. And I feel like with all this attention that's going to be drawn to all these other players, he has nothing but space and opportunity. So look. Which can make his field goal percentage yes, sky high. Sky I agree, well. but you got to understand. like The year D'Angelo had last year wasn't enough to win the MIP. So... I'm aware of that. And, you know, the year that Karis DeVert, the year that De'Aaron Fox is is projecting to have, like, Lonzo Ball has to contribute a year. And, again, not saying he can't improve to what you said, but but what you said doesn't line up. So, like, like Karis DeVert is going to be doing 25 and 5. That's basically, like, around, or or 18, 5 and 5, or, like, around that number. All right, ballpark. Karis DeVert is going to be, like, ballparking it. How how much did... did, um, Karis Levert averaged last year. So Karis Levert averaged 13, well, okay, basically 14 points per game, four rebounds, four assists. That was Karis Levert's numbers. That is a drastic improvement. Uh, like I said, when you put up minuscule numbers that that, that Alonzo put up last year because he wasn't healthy. And, His shooting is, shooting is, is, is atrocious. Yeah, like it's... There's, there's no excuse there's no for way it. but there's nowhere but up when, when, nowhere but up. there's nowhere but up that's nowhere but all I'm saying is we can see his his numbers improve dramatically because of one he's a very popular player that's that's another thing that's, he's extremely popular yeah so popularity is a you already know this NBA is a popularity contest. But, but you got to perform, man. And, he, and again, you're playing point guard. The listen, hardest position in the comes, NBA to compete at. When it comes to De'Aaron Fox, we already know he's good. He's great. We already know he's the next up. More than good. <laughs> he's great. You feel me? Like, yo, he's... <laughs> if you saw the face that I just saw, y'all be laughing too, bro. Nah, bro. They laugh because I'm funny. Out of yeah, here, man. Anyways. But, yeah. but, yo, like I said, he has nothing but tools... This is a point guard's playground right now. When Yo, you look at the Pelicans, that's a point guard's playground. Look. I'll, point guard's my favorite position. So when you look at... I'm just looking at the roster and okay. literally I'm giddy at what, okay. he, what his, he has. His roster is dope. Okay. But... That's 10 assists. From what you've... Hey, 10 assists. You're right. What if he's leading the league in assists? Is you, that do, not... Do you think that's possible though? 
Yes, I think it's possible. Like over James Harden, over um, who else? Of course, I think it's possible. I wouldn't say it if I didn't think it was possible. All right. This is Zion. This is you Zion's right. league, bro. You're right. When it this comes is Zion. Like, you're right. You throwing this the ball is... to Zion. You're right. You're right. You're right. Dunk. You're right. Oh, favors. Dunk. Hayes. Dunk. Oh, JJ Redick. Open. Three. So, like, maybe, maybe I'm selling Lonzo short, but I do not see him outperforming. He's not going to outscore them, but if. No, not outscore it. Like, I mean, impact. Because, look, look, again, Levert's impact is he's a two way player. So is Lonzo, bro. But is he as good as Levert in two way? I think he's a good a, as good a defender. Okay, that's fair. And I and I do think he's a better facilitator. Yeah, but Levert is a off guard. Yeah. So he's not a point guard. Right. So he's he's. But again, I feel, I feel like yes, he's he, gonna he's gonna outscore Levert Lonzo easy. I, yeah. That's not even gonna be a discussion. We already established Levert might be the main facilitator for the Nets next year. Right, but we're also talking about all the other categories statistics. I think he's gonna be. He can be a triple double threat. Lonzo's six six point guard. Who's stopping him from getting? Lonzo is a triple double threat. Yeah, so you know what I'm saying. Like, this is before Fultz. He was the youngest ever to have a triple double. Like I'm saying, like we could see this guy take the rebound and is oh Zion, you out? I'm out. Yeah, I mean that's that's, the, that's nah, yeah. outlets. Like, listen, the the now let's set the stage. This is the conversation I've been wanting now. This is the penultimate conversation. Right. All right, so like we established, you know, six man, we get it, boom, 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 yeah, Ja and 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 I got Lou Will, whatever. But let's get into the nitty gritty, bro. I feel like we should really set the stage for what's about to happen. Rookie of the year. Ooh, rookie of the year. This is. <laughs> I've been waiting for this. I mean, like I'm saying, sign still delivered. The road to Zion is... So, the road to Zion. That's it, baby. I'm, I I don't have... No, listen, you already heard what I mean. Yo, you can... Listen, feel me like... You already know how I feel look, about this. This is like... You know what I'm saying? Like... This guy literally has everything that he needs around him. Floor spacing. He has... He has rim runners. He has defenders. He has Drew Holiday, who's... You know what I mean? Been severely underrated his whole career. You know what I'm saying? You have a whole bunch of stuff that's... That, that's gonna work in his favor, man. This is the Zion. We're, we're on the road to Zion, man. Listen, listen, you guys, you guys need to understand. Like what's 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 about to happen next year, bro? They need to understand. They need to understand. This is uh, you know, we talking like Zion Williamson. Mm. Is going to be a phenom. And what I don't understand about this whole assessment is people don't understand he legit can do 20 and 10 next year. Like, we saw washed up Zion. Coach K was explaining this to all of us. Come on, Lauren, tell him. She did this song for this year. You feel me? Like, yo, she was, she was, tw- feel me? This is, this is, this is about Zion Williamson, right? You can't yo, tell me other. Let, just so you guys could put, let me put this in perspective for you guys. The Pelicans got announced as the owners of the number one pick. They immediately sold out on season tickets. Immediately sold out on season tickets. When I tell you the Smoothie King Arena <laughs> is going to be electric. Oh my god. 
I'm gonna tell you this one more time. It's going to be, it's electric. Boogie, woogie, woogie. It's gonna be crazy. Come on, Lauren. I don't think they heard you. <laughs> thank you, thank you. It's a smoothie king. Smoothie king. <laughs> All right, yo, listen. Look, we having fun, but yo, but the smoothie king arena. That's it's signed, sale, delivered. It's done. That's it. Done deal. Now to play devil's advocate. So, all right, his media competition for this is Cam Bradish and R.J. Barrett, and you know. Are we going to say John Morant is not a, a, a threat for the Rookie of the Year award? All right. Let me explain why I do not think John Morant. Him and Jaron? So, all right. That's not a, a good young young enough. J- Jaron Jackson is 7-1 now, in case people don't realize. And that boy's a problem. A problem. That boy Jaron's a, a problem, problem. Boy. But I don't think the Memphis Grizzlies have the platform required mm-hmm. In order to get John Morant this award, like and and think about it, best situation wise is Cam Reddish. Right. So you know, he he's playing. Oh, Trey Young, MIP. How did I forget that? Oh, <laughs> yo, Trey Young's looking like he. I, yo, we haven't mentioned him at one point in this podcast. I'm sorry. I'm Whoa, sorry. yeah, yo, Trey Young. I'm sorry, bro. Don't give us fifty next year, please. I I know you're really fixing to do that. Yo, my yo, I apologize. Yo. Yo, for all of Atlanta, yeah. Atlanta. And you know what's funny? That guy is like my favorite young player one right now. Like, He's a problem. Like, he can lead the league in assists next year. He could. Easily. Easy. Look, look, Easy. okay. He got all the tools as well. Man, it's time to do some reassessment, man. Trey Young might win that, that, that MIP. Think about this, man. That's not crazy to say. Think about this, man. His team is... is the. What was then, his numbers last year, though? Oh, my God. Trey Young... When it comes to MIP... I noticed that Pascal Siakam last year, he made the most tremendous jump as far as production-wise, right? Yeah, but like it's weird how they are... Uh, uh, um, it, I, I think it's weird because there's no consistent way that they evaluate they evaluate this. this, this award, so, right? Trey Young averaged 19.1 points a game and 8.1 assists. Is he going to drastically improve from that? Yes. Is he going to yes. be like a 20-something-plus... Like twenty, without, yo, like twenty six. Without plus? question, he he is as twenty ten as they come. Trey oh no, young. I know he's gonna be twenty ten. I mean, okay. yeah, like, but, but I'm talking about I'm talking about the high twenties. So he has to be putting up superstar numbers for me for me to assess the uh, assess gratifying giving him this award. I right? respectfully disagree. So all right, talk about it. I think all he has to do is really improve his efficiency right now. He's shooting forty two percent from the field right now because you know, like the first the first half of his rookie season, he it wasn't all roses. But then he figured it out. Oh, of course. Legit figured it out. He he figured out where people can guard him at. He figured out where he can get his offense in. And and he figured out how to be an effective assistant. Like, he's not, you know. That's what I feel most basketball fans fail to understand. They fail to understand when a player has his aha moment. So, you know, you know that's, that's, that's this is the conversation I want to have. Because a lot of people, they like to, they like to put people in a box due to records and due to what past notions and what it looked like on paper. I like to assess people when, they, when they're coming into their own and when they're stepping into the, the last part of the season and what's awaiting them for the next part of the season. So, like I said, this normally happens 
post-All-Star break, this is when the game slows down for the people who understand it. The aha moment. That's what I want to call this. The aha moment. Yeah, like... I agree. Like, when they're like, oh, ah, now oh, I get... Oh, yeah, yeah, now I understand why we're and, here. And they systematically... You see their team improvement. You see them go on winning streaks during after All-Star break and stuff like yeah. that. Like... This was a foregone conclusion Luka Doncic was going to win Rookie of the Year. But at the end of the day, Trey Young's pr- production and when he started getting that aha moment... Look like the way better player. Yeah. Luka Doncic had this aha moment in the EuroLeague. Yes, he did. This is He I was the that. MVP of the EuroLeague. Yes. and Stepping into for, the For NBA. good reason. And like... He was wise beyond his years. He already understood what, what he needed to do to be, beat... Grown men in you the can NBA. tell, you can tell that uh, Luka Doncic, his understanding of the game, especially at his age, it it's it's uncanny, and it has this almost like it, it, I don't know, like I don't think we've ever seen a uh, European player like him before. He really does sometimes remind me of Manu in his prom, Luka Doncic, like a lot, a lot, like he, a lot, like he has that that thing where he he snaps his he he starts going off. And he looks unguardable. He looks like you can't talk to him. You can't yes. check him. You can't do nothing. He looks. Yeah, yeah, he does have that mono esque. His step back is one of the best in the leagues. That step back is. is I, I'm, you know what I'm saying? Only it's, rivaled by James. Yes, Harden. only rivaled by James Harden. Yeah. His footwork is impeccable. He, he and he he looks like you know. Also, I hate to even give this any validity, but. He does have that sort of like he gets anywhere he wants, but you like how like Paul yeah, Pierce, yeah, like Paul Pierce, yeah, yeah, like yeah, Paul man. Pierce, like how? And he doesn't have he doesn't have his NBA body yet. You can tell, right? Like he, he, he you can tell that once he starts getting the the, the right conditioning, and yeah. you know, sits with the right nutritionist. Man, Luka Doncic, man, man, I'm I'm actually that's one of the players who I'm most excited to see. To be honest with you, absolutely, absolutely. He has this, yeah, man. Again, like again, twenty one point seven, twenty one point two, twenty one points a game, eight assists, eight rebounds, six assists. Basically, you know, he's right there with uh, Trey Young. Right. They're they're two like elites. They're they're on rivaling paths. Yes. They're, this is a- they're both. Like gonna be put up against each other their whole career, and it's just that simple because they're that good. When you talk about what they bring to the game and and uh, their talent, I have Atlanta sneaking into the playoffs, man, and I I, I stand by that. Uh, I see a lot of things that I saw in the Nets last year. I see it in Atlanta coming into this year. They're gonna take people by surprise. I, I can't understand why people are not taking up. Uh, this Luka Doncic, Christos Porzingis pairing, seriously, I it's really baffling me. Cause I don't I, understand it either. Like but it, it's really like, like well, we gotta also understand this. The West is so deep. Yeah, but they have Rick Carlisle trying to figure that out. I know, but so and he, he's the most qualified coach in the league right now to figure that out. Right, but the West is so deep. But come on, man, you could be a you could be a forty plus win team. And not make the playoffs. All right, so, all right. Once Luka Doncic understands how to affect winning, it's over. I think he could understand that real quickly. I think KP's there already. I think he could understand that real quickly, but where it comes into, where it gets a little murky for me is there's so many good teams 
And when I keep on thinking I'll go down the line, I go down the line. I feel like supporting cast wise, I like I like the role that Tim Hardaway Jr. is gonna be in over there. I like I like a couple players that they have over there, but there's still a little spots inside their roster that I'm like, uh, I kind of don't know about you, dude. Like I look at people like, uh, is the people they have around them more than the the product? I think. Don, all right, so look. That's what I think it right. always boils down to. I feel like we forgot the effect that KP had on the defense. Mind you, listen. Yeah, other people. What young KP was able to do with that trash Nick team he was on. Right. You saw what he did defensively for them? Remember, they were terrible. They were terrible. They were a terrible team. But defensively, when he was on the floor, oh, team they, shut it down. And they have Boban Marjanovic. Come on, man. Yeah. Stop it, bro. Like You're like, Luka got enough to do. Seth Curry over there. Seth Curry has shooters. He has J.J. Barea. J.J. Barea, the, the Wiley veteran. Showing but the then ropes. there's the other people. Dylan Wright, Justin Jackson. Devin Harris. Tim Hardaway Jr. But he nah, he's a plus though in this he's situation. Plus, yeah. Ryan broke off. I thought you were about to say Ryan Hollins. I was about to no. say, let's, let's turn this podcast off. And stop. <laughs> <laughs> we Jaylen, should never mention that name in a in a in a. Jalen Brunson's pretty good, but he he actually had tryouts with uh, Team USA, but he's he's nothing crazy. Dwight Powell, I like Dwight Powell. So Luka Doncic's next step. And like just to get back to this rookie but they need to of the year debate. This roster needs to, to Yeah. No, no. Yeah, like they need some work, work, but like we're talking about taking the next step. Once Luka Doncic understands what it takes to make his teammates better and what it takes to be an impact player to affect winning, right. there's gonna be no looking back. And they have all the pieces they need to have that aha moment next year. Right. Without a shadow of a doubt, man. I don't think I don't I think without question they're gonna have that aha moment yeah. on. Like him and KP were born to play with each other. I think they're, they're, that's that's a that's a match made in heaven. Without question, this is going to be one of the, the fun teams to watch because yes. Luca's must see TV. Yes. I'm I already have Mavs versus Pelicans penciled in. That's something that I'm I'm going to be. Oh, that's going to be. I'm definitely going to watch that all, all I, their games. I want to see Pelicans versus Kings. I want to see Mavs versus Kings. I want to see Kings versus Pelicans. I want to see. I just want to see. Yeah, the, yeah, yeah. You the young see, dogs yeah, go yeah. at it. No, nah. Kings and Mavs is going to be crazy. But like, I, yeah, that, Yo, that's going to be yeah. Marvin Bagley. I'm such a big nice. Marvin Bagley fan. Yeah. Right now, like I love Marvin Bagley's game. I love Boban's game too. Boban's I mean, game Bo- is Bodon Bogdanovich. Yeah, 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 Bogdanovich. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yo, Your team USA know how bad he is. I'm sorry, I keep bringing him up. Sorry, guys. Sorry, guys. Yo, All right, no I more, see, more, no more, no more. When I no see more. how good that kid is, it's crazy, bro. He's very good. Like, very. He's a dead eye shooter, and they have Buddy Hield, yeah, bro. Yeah, Buddy Hield. Yeah, man. They got Buddy Hield. Yo, but like, let's let's bring this back in the range a little bit. The case for RJ Barrett for kid here. Cause like I went to oh he's he, yeah he he got the spotlight so he got the um the the arena to do it like let's understand this right you know it's hard to assess the Knicks right now mm. um but stepping out of that R J Barrett is I, I said I mentioned this briefly last episode. He's lefty Joe Johnson. Right. That's what he is. That's what he is. He's lefty Joe Johnson. And, you know, nothing about R.J. Barrett is regular. The but, dude, he's built he like a power forward. He doesn't drive left, though. He's a lefty, but he, he goes drive. right. He goes right all the Kinda time. Kind of doesn't take advantage of it, yeah. Yeah. 
So RJ Barrett is a good catch and shoot shooter. He's a, he's all right. But, but it, 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 like look, look, he's all right. He's built like a power forward. You've seen him, just like the way Joe Johnson is. Right, right. He's he has, um, plays wonderful with the ball. Plays wonderful hand. with the ball in his hands. Um, you know, like he 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 has the next shot mentality. You can already see that. It's very important for a young player. Like he doesn't dwell on plays, and he has a skill set to literally kill you from the three point line. He's a crafty finisher. Um, he he's gonna initially struggle finishing at the rim against these NBA bodies. But, like, one thing that I can guarantee you is he's not going to, um, he's not going to enjoy losing in New York. I don't know. And that's the only thing that's, like, works against him for uh, um, um, winning rookie of the year. Because when you lose in New York, there's a whole comic book narrative that follows that. Like, it's magnified. Yeah, it's magnified, and it's, 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 it's to the point where it becomes a distraction. Because... What's going to happen is people are going to start questioning how good you are. And we've seen this with KP. We've seen this with Melo. Like, it just, it's just how it goes down. Like it's revolving when, door. Yeah, revolving door. When you lose in New York, it is not fun at all. But this is where I, this is where I come in. RJ Barrett also has working against them is that this team is not built around them. Yes. No, not yet. Not yet. But, like, Barrett's going to force that situation with his talent. But I do see the Knicks... Wheeling and dealing a lot this season. Yes, they have. They have no choice. They, they, there's no way they're sticking with this team and thinking that they're gonna. They've they've acquired really good pieces in free agency. Well, I mean, good pieces for contenders. Yeah. 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 Absolutely. The contenders yeah. want. Yeah. Like Marcus Morris is gonna be gone by trade deadline. Trade chip. Especially when they when there's like 17 wins or 18 wins or whatever. Trade chip. Yeah. Yeah, these, yeah. Yeah. They have trade chips out the wazoo. Yeah. So, so like. I expect them to 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 really so, rack up on first round picks. Yeah, this this roster yeah. that I'm looking at right now, I know is not the finished roster, so I'm not even. But like, I'm not even holding that against them. But like, once RJ Barrett gets you know Luka Doncic kind of stability, right? That he has with the Knicks, right? You're gonna see his full range of uh, of capabilities. But like, that's that's gonna rob him a chance to get the rookie of the year. Mm-hmm. Now for Cam Reddish's situation, here's the thing: he's the real wild card. In rookie of the year, because you know, NBA scouts were swearing that of all the prospects coming in from the top ten in the lottery, he was the most NBA ready. They swore that, swore by that, even more than Zion, which I respectfully disagree. I think Zion is 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 a twenty ten waiting to happen. Oh yeah, especially under uh, and, Alvin I mean, Gentry. Yeah, I mean, yeah, and 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 the thing that that's not discussed about Zion, not to just you know flip flop off these topics. But his defensive ability, too, is just as significant as his offensive ability. So it's, there's nothing, there's, there's no, he's, everything you do for you on, 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 on offense, the foundation he provides for you on offense is defense. He has Anthony Davis-like defensive ability. Right. Like he, and that's not an exaggeration. Like he's, he's going to be, you know, in two years, this is going to be his league. He, he's, he, and, and, and I just suspect he's going to be doing things we've pretty much never seen since, like, Charles Barkley, really, real right. talk. He's like in shape, Charles Barkley. But, but for Cam Reddish, to add to the Cam Reddish thing, when you, you're saying that he's, scouts have been saying that he's the most NBA ready, uh, what actually ended up happening is they saw John Morant, and John Morant looked like the most NBA ready guy. His understanding of pick and roll, his ability to go above the rim at such a small stature, uh, his three ball as well. Like, he was looking crazy in the tournament. And that's when they really understood, like, 
Yeah, like John Morant's a different level. That's why he went number two. That's that's just my little input on that. I just feel like, you know, the same reason why Trey Young didn't win Rookie of the Year last year is the same reason why John Morant's not going to. Because there, there, there's an extreme learning curve for playing point guard in the NBA. We all and know the road design. That's yeah, what, that's, yeah, that's, the that's, road design. Yeah, yeah. It's so. inevitable. <laughs> it's inevitable. I'm just talking about honorable mentions. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, uh, okay, okay, honorable mentions. <laughs> so it's all honorable mentions. John Morant, though. So, like... Here's the thing. He's gonna he's gonna have some crazy games too. He's gonna have banana games, but again, I, I suspect he's not gonna come out the, the gate wilding because that team is they, still has they, some work to yeah, do. Yeah, like the team needs work and he's playing point guard. He's right. expected to guard and yeah. like, you know, outmatch right. every every day. Good point. So you know what I'm saying? Like this is the defensive yeah, yeah, the defensive the, aspect yeah, of the game. Exactly, yeah. And then could wear and tear you a lot. Yeah, like cause 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 right now you you start you start and you finish with your point guard. This is like, 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 like. Show me your point guard, and I'll tell you where you're going. Like, yeah. Again, I think all the teams, right, that that are going to be contenders, they have a one point guards. Absolutely. Every single last one of them. It is it is a requirement right. for success in, in the NBA. But in order to play that position, you got to understand that, like, like you have to be athletic enough, which John Morant is, and you have to be skilled enough. But, Which he is also. But the, the third dimension of that is, is your basketball IQ. You you need to understand how you can affect the game to be a point guard in, in the NBA. I think you'll figure it out. Not not but, but not, like it's it, not, it, yeah, not like not a, not fast enough to get rookie of the year. But yeah. that's the only reason why I wasn't considering Honorable him over Zion. Yes. Honorable mention. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, yeah. But like yo, yeah, but the road to Zion. The road to Zion. <laughs> we already feel me? Like but, the, yo, the, I just also want to say Darius Garland is going to surprise some people too. Oh, yes. I, I seen this guy. Skip, yo, Skip Bayless go on and on about this guy. Vanderbilt. Yo, Vanderbilt. He's going to put up a lot of numbers, but a lot of L's. A lot of L's. So so many L's. Yeah, yeah, yeah bro. It's going to be. Yo, but uh, let's. this. But shout out Darius Garland. Since you're talking about John Moran and defense, let's let's go into that defensive category, that depoy, that defensive player of the year. What's so, going on? What you got? Where's it going? Um, I think Draymond uh, recaptures it. Ooh. Um, so nice. Basically, um, it's a little blindsided one for me. Yeah, nah, cause uh, cause cause look, um, last year Draymond really coasted through the year, and like he was having this whole interview with Rachel Nichols. I couldn't even believe it. Like it was like almost leading up to the playoffs. He's like, yeah, you know, well, I, I, I just decided, you know, that um, I was going to try to, you know, get into basketball shape. And, you know, like a lot of people really think that, you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, the regular season is too long and, and, you know, everything I do is, you know, like, like, yeah, nah, but you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm just going to get, get, get right. You know, so I lost like 20 pounds during the season and, you know, we was getting right and I, I was, I was ready, but now I'm focused, you know, it's playoff mode. First off, let's explain this, Draymond. I don't understand why you need to get into shape halfway through the NBA season, bro. That is unacceptable, unacceptable. And it it it, it kind of shows you, you know. Again, Kobe Bryant always talks about the little details. He says, "Look, listen. What what builds championship basketball is your routine, your basic everyday routine." He was like, "Listen, Kobe Bryant always says this. Don't take the game for granted. Mm-hmm. 
Don't take the game for granted. You yep. should be working every day to get better at basketball. You don't you don't show up thinking that the game's gonna be handed to you. He said, listen, like you competing at your highest level is respecting the game. It has nothing to do with who you're playing. Compete at your highest level and you're gonna have success. When you don't compete at your highest level, you lose like you did last year. Mm. But you know, he's to him, to when it comes down to it, man. This guy, Draymond, just realized how spoiled he was, man. Yeah, no question he did. He understood that. All right. Well, you know, I, I'm, you know, like, I'm, I'm, I'm just trying to get into shape, Listen, and you know, and, I, you and, know, I, I'm just really trying to figure look at it, it out. From his frame, frame of mind, man. Look, look at it from his point of view. Look at it from his point of view. Like, legit, this guy said LeBron went to L.A. He went to the West. So he's thinking, man, LeBron has to go through all these players to come see us. He's, he's good. We're good. Like, we're good, bro. I'm going to eat some cookies. And, and he was right. He, he was right. No, no. To his respect, he was right. I'm going to eat some Reese's. I'm going to, you know what I mean? I'm going to drink some alcohol a little bit. To Draymond's point, he was absolutely correct. And, and what did they do? They, 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 they didn't even make it to the finals. Yeah. It was dancing. Like, they, 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 got, they made the finals. But Draymond got in shape right when he needed to get in shape. He took care of business right in the Portland series like he like he's supposed to. Yeah, like he's supposed to. Because Kevin Durant got he, injured. Somebody needed to step up. Yeah, somebody needed to step up. Look. He, Miles, Miles Leonard wasn't going to stop him. No, absolutely Cantor not. Cantor was not going to stop absolutely him. Absolutely not. Absolutely not. Listen. Absolutely not. What I want you... I like what you're doing right now. I see what, you, what you're saying. I'm taking that Draymond and I'm giving you 82 games of that Draymond. Yes. Yes, that and look, listen. That Dray- is what we we need from yes. Draymond. Yes, for the Warriors to be even what we what we expect them to be. Well, nah, like I, I feel like, I feel like Draymond is is going to be more than ever a focal point of this team because oh yeah, he he, he is he is the the leader of the Golden State Warriors. Draymond to me at his best is a, is a a blend of Scottie Pippen and Dennis Rodman, but talking about his defensive ability. He's the only player I know in the league right now that is an all-NBA defender at positions one through five. It doesn't matter where you put him on. Point guards can't switch on Draymond. I remember in the finals when they were playing the Cavaliers, he was guarding Kyrie Irving. Mm-hmm. And he was the starting center. So it's like, understand this versatility is not it's, it's not remotely common. There's, there's no, a Swiss Army knife. Swiss Army knife. There's nothing like... like To the T. His defensive ability is so overlooked. People don't understand. Like, you know, he, he, he is... Being able to switch off the center to the point guard and then be like, yo, I, I got Kyrie. I got Lillard. I got Harden. Mm. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, the, and also, from what I've been seeing from him, in this offseason, Draymond has a very, like, he's been in the gym with D'Angelo. It's another, you know, we're, we're talking about defense now. Mm-hmm. And his basketball IQ is top five in the NBA. He, he, he understands what, what needs to happen to stop a team. He understands when it's, it's time to get stops in, in, in key moments of the game. He understands how to do that. He knows how to get in your head. He's not just a physical defender. He, he, he knows how to get in your head. Like, he'll pull up and say something to you like, yo, man, get this scrub out of here. I'm li- I'll never forget when Paul Pierce is sitting on the, on the sidelines. And he's like, yeah, nobody care about you. They don't love you like they love Kobe. Look them you at his eyes. You don't get no farewell tell. You get no farewell tell. Like, <laughs> listen, listen to what he, 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 that affected Paul Pierce to this day, bro. He probably wakes up with cold sweats. Oh, hearing that. <laughs> <laughs> like, yo, but 
Let me get into my defensive player of the year. That's that's my pick, Draymond. I hear you, I hear you. Uh, I like your pick, Draymond, but my pick, he's not a trash talker. He's just that damn good of a de- defender. <laughs> I know you too. <laughs> Boy man get paid. Boy man get Boy paid. Boy man gets paid. I think this guy right here, I think it's going to be Kawhi Leonard. Getting his other defensive player of the year. Getting his other defensive player of the year. Yeah, you know, I mean, he has a whole bunch of yeah, them. Yeah, he has things. two of them already. Yeah, I mean, he has two, right? Yeah, two, two already. He's, yeah. he's going to get third. See, that, that's a Dwight Howard level defender, Kawhi Leonard. Ka- Kawhi Leonard, like, he's playing with Paul George. Yes, which is... And Patrick Beverly. And Patrick Beverly. Which is unfair, a little bit. I, Defensively, it is. Think about it, I probably might take away some stuff from him. But, like, breaking it know. down, do, do you really think Kawhi Leonard is a better defender than Draymond Green? Because uh, I don't think so. I do. I, again, like Draymond can guard Enes Kanter, and then the next play guard Damian Lillard. We've I've seen that. I've seen Kawhi Leonard not even look at the passing lane and just jump, drop down, and get a steal. I've seen Kawhi Leonard do things like on the defensive end that I've never seen before. I've seen him like I've seen him just people are scared to dribble around him. Because his hands are so massive and his arms are just so lanky and long. He has complete ability when it comes to defense over his limbs. So, like, he he led the league, obviously, in defensive efficiency. Yeah, I get it. Yeah. And, like, he has all these... Intangibles. Like, 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 all the metric analytic stats point to Kawhi Leonard. I, I understand that. Yeah. But, like, how much does defensive versatility play into your assessment? It, it, it plays a factor. It plays a factor. But... When, when it comes to basketball, I remember you saying, if you don't have a point guard, then you're not going far in the NBA. You're like, you can be, be entertaining, but you're not going to win nothing. You're not going to go far. But I would like to raise that and say, if you don't have a dynamic, dy- dynamic wing at any team, if you don't have a dynamic wing on your team, then there is no possible way... You're going to win the championship. Okay. So you can have you can bring me to the dance with some point guards, but what's going to take you over is a wing scorer, a shooting guard, or a small forward, who can systematically get me a bucket, throw him the ball, get me a bucket. Those are the guys Kawhi Leonard guards every night. Every night. And effectively. And effectively gives them fits. I can't argue with that. Effectively. Can I argue with that? It's. And I can't argue with that. He's in a situation where it's the most suffocating defensive team that this I find it very rare that the best team on defense doesn't get rewarded for a defensive player of the year. Doesn't have a defensive player of the year. I find it very rare. Most of the, most of the time the best defensive team right gets their best defensive player to win the depoy, of that's it, pretty much. So that's how it's always, it's, it's, that's just, it's always been. It's just hard for me to assess this because I, I agree with that. But Draymond, again, he is going to come in next year in the best shape of his career. Without a doubt. I, I feel like he understands, like, like he learned that Kobe Bryant lesson. Don't take the game for granted. You come in every night, even if it's a bunch of G-leaguers in front of you. You come in like you're playing... Game seven in the finals. Like, nothing's more important than winning that game than you worry about everything else that day. Win the game. 
It's going to show statistically. I think when it comes to to uh, Draymond, we might see him have his best statistical year, or we might see him without question. We might see this guy. Uh, it's going to be clear cut his best foot forward, but. When I look Wait, at it, a whole bunch of triple doubles, a whole when bunch I, of yeah, yeah. When I look at it, that's gonna just be his impact on the game. Defensively, he's gonna be defensively the same I mean, dude that we, we expect him to. Yeah, he's for. look. He he. The but dude is. I just A1, think about day one, a one. Like I think about Detroit. Ben Wallace got rewarded. Think about you know what I mean. I think about Bruce Bowen. So like I think about the best defense. Would you teams. say that the Jazz were the best team, the best defense team in the league last year? Oh yeah, there's numbers that support that. There's numbers that support that. Because they were not the best offensive team, nope. and they won a lot. They of won games. a lot of games, <laughs> and and they won it strictly off of what Rudy Gobert do, shutting the the lid on the basket. Yeah, like yeah, like yeah, like absolutely no access. Sh- like yeah, yeah, like shoot that bad boy, figure it out. Like legit, like you, I've seen games against the Jazz. I mean, I even witnessed games where my team was playing the, the Utah Jazz. Literally getting to the basket and scoring was a, a vast chore. It was crazy. Yeah, it was crazy. And it and was, like and like oh team team USA bro. Yeah, team USA. <laughs> Why we keep bringing up this, this atrocity? Oh listen, man, making my head hurt. Keep saying that team USA. I don't even want to think about them anymore. To Tokyo, yo, like, get it together, guys. Like Rudy Gobert, man, making me sick. Get that taste out of my nobody, mouth. Nobody, nobody questioned him when he was played here. Nobody. And if he wins it again, I wouldn't be surprised either. I just feel like right now, in the Warriors story, we 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 had Steph, and he showed you why he's great. We had Clay, he showed you why he's great. Now it's Draymond's turn. I mean, he showed us why he's great. But like, you can see the leadership. You 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 see that he is the engine of that team. I get it. And there's a reason why D'Lo is training with him. Like, yeah, yeah he's, he's messing with Steph, too, a little bit. But yeah. the reason why every day in the gym, you see the videos. Yo, every day, man, every day, man. Right. I got better. I got, I got better. better. I got yeah. better. Every day. Yo. He's with Draymond. Cause, and look, again. We're not, I'm not questioning Draymond. Look. Draymond got, got something, this, something like, special in him that since since he was a rookie. I remember when he was a rookie. And and he was hitting game. Like, he was walling on us. I was like, who is this guy, bro? He's mad out of shape, mad fat. Like, I'm glad you brought that up. He was. He's always had this in him. So, all right. In my neighborhood barbershop, yo man, shout out Ty, bro. Like, real, real OG. My my barber has been cutting my hair for about twenty years. Probably probably less than that. I mean I mean more than that. It doesn't do that much cutting. Shut up, man. You hating? <laughs> <laughs> Feel me? Hair free, carefree. Feel me? What's up? Anyway, so um, there was a guy who played in the G League who 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 used to stop by my barbershop all the time. Uh. I'm not gonna put his name out there, feel me? But like he's he's an older fella now, so like he, he used to play. So Draymond obviously we know is Did undrafted. Is that fella Harrington? No, bro. Listen, no, no, listen. <laughs> no, no, look, no, no, yeah, no, let's no. never mention that name on this podcast again. <laughs> I, I, I don't I, I, I just don't want to confuse people and yeah, I just I'd rather not do that. Shout out Yankee, Yankee Dare. Yeah, Yankee Dare. <laughs> oh my god. There we go. Nah, we just show some respect, bro. We talking about a three-time champ. But look, alright, so I will never forget this. This dude played in in the G League. At the time, it was known as a D League, you know, for you youngsters. <laughs> and he came up to me. He's like, yo, I'm letting you guys know right now. This Draymond Green fellow, when he gets to the NBA, he's going to be a problem. 
I'm like, what you mean? He said, certified all-star. Max player, without question. Oh, wow. Said this, and we and, and I remember, you know, at the time, that sounded like a hot take to me. It right. did. Yeah. And it would sound like a hot take to me too. Yeah, like I, I, I and, and like I and like I remember I started engaging him in arguments and to me, blah blah. He was like, yo, listen, man, I play this game. You need to understand. You know, what Draymond does to affect the game, he covers up a lot of holes on the team. So a lot of the stuff he's doing doesn't come up on the stat sheet. Like, he makes everybody better defensively. He was explaining these things to me, like how he's an expert communicator. Mm-hmm. He holds everybody accountable. Like, you're not going to slouch. He'll be in your face. Yo, I, I remember last year with Kevin Durant. Right. Like, feel me? Like he, but that was Draymond being stupid. But look, look, man. Look, Draymond said himself. He said, listen, man, sometimes I, I Draymond too much. But, you know, me Draymond and got me here. So... You know, like, you kind of take the good with the bad. Like, you Very know, true. if I overstep and I drain on too much, you know, I I made the mistake. But at the same time, I'm a three-time champion. Like, me Draymonding means we're going to win. And I agree with that wholeheartedly. Don't don't ever apologize for being your best self. I agree with that. Don't ever apologize. Like, if it don't fit with other people, that's their business. Feel me? And, you know, Kevin Durant learned that the hard way. They won without him. So, look, the, the, he has every leg to stand on. Like, <laughs> they won without him. Like, yeah, feel me? KD learned the hard way, bro. Like, yeah. yeah. They probably going to win without him again. They also lost without him. They're probably, they probably going to win without him again. They also lost without him. Yeah, bro. Yeah, yeah, man. Say that louder real quick. They also lost without him. It doesn't matter. The Last dynasty, year. The dynasty continues. I think Kevin Durant proved his point. Nah, man. I think Draymond had more of a leg to stand on. I think uh, that's a shot to Kevin Durant, who's a Nets player. He has two legs. He can stand on his legs. It, 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 it <laughs> doesn't matter what team he it plays a, for. It was, an, it was an Achilles shot. You just shot out his Achilles. Look, can, can we stop putting that in the universe? Thank yeah. you. Nah, bro. Thank you. It was a little pot shot. I just wanted to, to, to address it. You said nah, he has bro. a leg to stand on, and that was that was Look, insensitive. Yeah, it, insensitive. I understand, bro. You trying to really... <laughs> <laughs> Very interesting. Nah, but like, like yeah, yeah, yeah. Man. That's that, that's a, that's a nice assessment. Now, yeah, you wanna, man. do we want to get to the Birdman hand rub moment Yo, of the, of the podcast? I feel like we need some, you know. Nah, man, nah, I got it, man. I feel like we should, we, yeah, man. We need to set the mood. Uh, some some Teddy Pettigrew. No, no. <laughs> See this hand. This is what you all Yo, been waiting man. for. All right, so I mean, not really. Is it though? Yes, it is. Nah, not really, man. I mean, you know, I think, I, I've been waiting for it. I'm Look, speaking man, for myself. I mean, yeah, you can speak for yourself, bro. That's, that's good. Look, nah, actually, I'm speaking for the viewers. The Look, viewers, man. they they agree with me more than they agree with you. Ooh. Ooh, I don't think y'all understand, man. We really take them ankles. We really. This I'm, is the the creme de la creme. I mean, like, this is... This is what you all been waiting for. This is what culminates. The greats. You come in, you come in for the boss. You come in for the boss. <laughs> Yo, man. Yo, Saints. Saints. Yo, talk to him, man. Talk to him, man. Who you got for MVP, man? I got two people winning. Wait, wait, wait. 
I think we need something else for this real quick. Yeah, because I, mean, I, I, I need to, we need to to put some more look, juice on this. Yo, look, man, just just put as much juice as you want. Feel me, Jamba juice it up. Feel me. I, I got feel you, me? man. Just all that stuff, carrot juice, kiwi juice. Just feel me, Jamba juice it up. Feel me. I got you. I but um, this this gonna come off as a hot take, but there's only two names that come to mind. Oh, whoo. Whoo, let me tell y'all, man. Whoo. All right. I really need to explain this in a way that y'all can understand. Mm. League MVP next year oh. is going to be between two names. James Harden and Kyrie Irving. Oh <laughs> yes, 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 and yes. Damn. So let me break this down, right? Y'all already know how I feel about James Harden on this podcast. I have explained until nauseum that James Harden should have won the league MVP last year, and you know I, I feel like I've broken this down to a you know cellular level. Why? We don't seem to honor our greats while they're alive to smell the roses. People are going to look back at James Harden's year, and they're going to ask questions. Why didn't this man win MVP? What? Why? 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 Why did we award an otherwise normal MVP candidate? Otherwise normal, you know, like. Giannis kind of put up numbers you would expect from an MVP candidate. That's 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 the kind of year he had. It, it, it wasn't like better than any year LeBron had. It wasn't like nothing that set him apart. Certainly wasn't anything that put him in no all-time great conversation. Not nothing like that happened with Giannis. It was literally a, a reward that was bestowed upon him based on the team and the coach that he played for. Yep. Blasphemy. Nope, not blasphemy at all. James Harden had an historic year that is criminally looked over. One of the main things that I've noticed is James Harden, he still talks about his career like he's a young man. He just turned 30, and he I just saw an article about him talking about how you know he still envisions a few more MVPs and he still envisions, you know, multiple rings, multiple titles. Mm-hmm. So he has an opportunity to do that with, with Russell Westbrook. But he is going to play next year like someone pissed in his cereal every morning. You thought you, you thought you saw angry James Harden last year? Y'all haven't seen nothing. I think Westbrook's gonna be that good for that team. But I think I think Westbrook gonna be the he's gonna Dan Tony's gonna work some Dan Tony Den Day Magic. Yeah, Den Day Magic on Westbrook, yeah. And no no I, question. I think I think they're both gonna have Rivaling years. I think they probably might put similar numbers up. But look, listen. And I think they would, they won't be doing the, I think it won't be the James Harden show anymore. I don't think, I think he understands that me throwing out this number, I think he slided from last year. I think he understood that me doing this, they were not impressed with this. That makes no sense though. I think you felt slighted for that year. I'm telling you, I'm telling you right now, my, my opinion is, he will take less of 
the, the you will see less of the James Harden you saw last year, and you'll see more of the James Harden who we thought he can be on the Thunder. So look, I think we we're going to see, going to see clutch pass James Harden. We're going Here's to my him. assessment: James Harden, James Harden, James Harden is is going to resemble like LeBron James next year. He's he's not going to be that that's that's that, that's what I see, and 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 we forget that James Harden is a triple double threat. Like he switched his whole play playing style up last year. Fifty point triple doubles, sixty point triple doubles. He was still a triple double threat with even yeah, that like crazy he's, ass. But he's he's a triple double threat. Like he's right. like he, that's that's what he does. Fifty point triple doubles, easy. Feel me? Nothing. But the thing that was bad about what he was doing last year, what I want you to understand, what he was doing last year was he was he was facilitating that ball early so he can get his ten assists out the way so he can just be like, I bet. No. But like, what about the games he had like fifteen assists? 16 assists. I'm saying those are those are games where he's like, all right, bet, let me get this out the way. You gotta understand, he's not only is he the best shot creator in the NBA right now outside of Kevin Durant and LeBron James, he's he's he 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 also is one of the best facilitators. I understand. Like that. Like he creates offense for PJ Tucker and and, and Clint Capella. Mm-hmm. He has the perfect opportunity to win the MVP next year. There is no, nothing standing in his way, except except a man in Brooklyn. Named Kyrie Irving. Okay. Now let me explain why Kyrie Irving is. So you don't think, uh, gentlemen on the Clippers would have something to say about that either. So all right, here's the thing. Who's I, never won an MVP? He, 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 again, he he's never won an MVP. He hasn't. You don't but, think more of a. I think more of a Zion situation will happen. James Harden is always in the in the, in the MVP conversation. Let's not let's not act like even before D'Antoni was there. Let's not act like he wasn't mm-hmm. in the MVP conversation. But at the end of the day, because we know what James Harden does in the regular season. He demolishes the regular season. He puts crazy up, crazy numbers up. But I think at the end of the day, they're going to want to reward it to the best player on the best team. And I think the Clippers are going to be the best team. All right. So that's what I think is going to let, let, Let's. So that's... I, so, so that's, take them ankles. You got my prediction. What well, Kawhi? Kawhi? If, nah, man, break it down, bro. You can't just say I'm, that and then just give up the mic. Like I want I'm, you to I'm, really I'm, get into this, bro. I'm going to get down to the nitty gritty of this you, whole bro. situation. You, I, I, my, listen, listen. I I listen, know what I'm about to argue. Feel me? This is this is what is going to happen, man. Because I see we have a little conflict and disagreement right now, and and this is due to the simple fact that we're about to see. Kawhi Leonard in his best role, and we're about to see him on his best team. We're about to see him and his team rise above all these dynamic duos in the game right now. So when it, when it comes down to it, you have Doc Rivers as a coach. Coaches play a big factor in this. Uh, you also have Paul George as your running mate, who was a third in MVP votes last year, if I, if I recollect. Am I wrong in state? Nah, you're absolutely correct. Uh, Everything's on point. And uh, exact the mundo. Kawhi Leonard. Not only did he show the world how great he was last year, and how clutch he was, he was he led the. Didn't Kawhi Leonard lead the league in go ahead buckets last year? Yeah, he did that. So um, now, that's another thing he did. Kyrie Irving was also on um, on that list too. Yeah, there's 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 a couple people who come to to mind, but. I know Kawhi Leonard was number one on that list, by the way. Yes, he was. Um, Kyrie Irving was number three on that list. Yeah. 
Uh, so when it comes to go ahead, so we, we got a clutch factor. We got a guy who had one of the best postseasons since Jordan. And, I mean, that's not over. And, and Kevin Durant. And, and Kevin Durant. All, all these great players. I mean, this this greatness. It's greatness. Only thing, only thing that's missing with this gentleman, Kawhi Leonard, is that coveted MVP award to solidify his greatness. We have seen the Kawhi Leonard. We, Kawhi Leonard is the most popular he's ever been in his whole career. Yes, he is. Kawhi Leonard made New Balance relevant. Yep. Well, kind of. I don't know. It's still, I'm, I'm, I'm not buying them. But yeah, they, they got... Well, there's commercials now. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, and, and they have billboards, so I guess they'd right. be happy about that. Yeah, I don't know. so... You know what I mean? It's board, not a golf sneaker anymore. Board, so board man gets paid is, yeah. is, a, is a, a catch slogan. But board man really getting paid, though. So... So... I and he said, and I quote, he'll be doing a lot less load management this year. That's what he said. Yeah, he's primed and ready to go. He's I think he's fully recovered from whatever was going on what in was San Antonio. Yeah. yeah, so I think the writing's on the wall. I think it's it's uh pretty cut and dry if you ask me because I believe this is going to be a, more of the same. It's going to be the best team wins. With the best player wins this award, and that's just gonna—that's the bottom line, because Rod Base said so. <laughs> All right, man. Look, fair points, and it's going to be uh, fun deconstructing this. All right. So, I think Kyrie Irving is um, second on that list of criminal, criminally overlooked players. Um, Kyrie Irving was second team All NBA. Averaged 24 points a game and 7 assists. Mm-hmm. Shot 48% from the field, 40% from the field, from three-point line, and 87% from the free throw line. Kyrie Irving, on a bad year, just missed the 50, 90, 40, you know, um, prestigious club, yeah. efficiency club. Mm-hmm. And this is what's his bad year. Understand, his bad year. That's People talk about Kyrie Irving that's like the media made it look. Bad. No, 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 no. Look, look. This was not a bad year. But Lena, it was no, but by, by, by no standards. Kobe Bryant. The media. When, wait, 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 wait. Kobe Bryant when asked, they said, "Listen, man, you know you had Jordan, right? And he was kind of like a you know mentor, mentee for you. Mm-hmm. Who who is that player for you right now? You know what Kobe Bryant said, Kyrie, mm-hmm. Uncle Drew Irving, uh-huh. and he said the next step for Kyrie Irving." Is learning how to get the most out of his teammates, yeah. yep, and 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 elevate their play, figuring out what it takes to make your teammates get to the next level. This is something that Kyrie Irving is taking seriously. He understood he couldn't do that in Boston, but you see him currently doing that with the Nets right now. I really feel like once he figures that out, he can win the league MVP. Because look, he has a chance to lead the league in scoring this year. Yeah. Yo, he, he uh, look, look, and and I suspect that playing in Atkinson's system, he's gonna hit one of these years, probably next year, barring injury, he's gonna be 90, 50, 40. How many point guards in NBA history do you think hit that clip? Um I can't really Steph Curry? Yeah, Steph Curry. Uh Steve Nash. Steve Nash? Uh, John Stockton? Yeah, of course, Stockton. Listen to these names. Yeah. yeah. The, the, this is the class that Kyrie Irving is going to step into. He's already a world champion. Now, look, when we take a deeper look at him as a player, right, 
He's already shown us signs that he's a, a, a player that's capable of getting to this level. Because his best performances is against the best defenders in the NBA. Mm-hmm. What, Kawhi Leonard? We just talked about his defensive prowess. Yeah. Draymond Green? We talked about his defensive prowess. Guess what? Kyrie Irving has all-time performances against both these guys. While they were the reigning defensive players of the year. Mm. Kyrie Irving's career high is 57 points. I like these points, but... Wait, wait. His career high is 57 points, bro. He did that on Danny Green and Kawhi Leonard. Mm. We don't need to talk about his consecutive 41-point games in the finals against Draymond Green and Klay Thompson. We don't need to talk about that. We don't need to talk about that. Kyrie Irving has just inserted himself in as, as right now. Because Kevin Durant is is uh, you know likely going to miss most of the next season. He might come back next year. We don't know. But like, let's assume that he doesn't. Kyrie Irving is the focal point uh-huh. of Kenny Atkinson's system. And even when he comes back, I, f- I figured it would be more of the same. Yeah. Because yeah, yeah, exactly. Still, still got to usher him in. But understand, he's the focal point of the point guard whisperer's system. Mm. Kenny Atkinson has been waiting his entire career for, for Kyrie absolutely. Irving. There's nothing more. I, I bet you he was more excited about signing Kyrie than he was Kevin Durant. I bet you. I'm going to tell you the only way I give this argument the validity that it deserves is if I see the Nets at the very peak of the Eastern Conference. I'm talking about second seed floor. So, all right. So, listen. I say four four seed floor. They don't honor. They don't so, give it his, his respect. They don't give it his due. Even if he's putting up crazy numbers i feel like the thing that really would give this this argument validity is if we see the nets reach a, a plateau of the second seed where nobody sees them going there's some people see us at at, at see the nets at eight we got to see the we got to see Kyrie carry this team to leaps and bounds that the, that nobody even expect exceed every pundit's expectation listen, listen. so you cannot deny it because They'll try to deny it. Listen. No, you you know you seen it. Look, look, listen, listen, You've listen. You've seen it. Look, listen, listen. That's the only way I give it listen, an argument. Listen, 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 listen. Stop. Because the media votes. No, real talk, bro. Real talk, bro. Stop including ESPN and all this other nonsense. They got a vote into your assessment. They got a vote. They have a vote, but look, look, listen. Peep game. When you look at the players that make the playoffs, no, sorry, the teams that make the playoffs, right? You can basically tell what teams gonna make the playoffs based on who their main guy is, like. The Pistons making the playoffs to shock some people. They have Blake Griffin. I didn't, it did not surprise me at all. No, but like this, some of the media were shocked by that. They have Blake Griffin. You understand right. what I'm saying? Right. Like, so right now, top four players in the Eastern Conference is, is uh, Joel Embiid, it's um, Kyrie Irving, it's uh, Giannis Antetokounmpo, and it's Blake Griffin. Very true. These are all teams that these guys are going to be in the postseason. When you add an all-NBA talent to a playoff team, in a system that caters to him. Mm-hmm. This is, look, look, Giannis last year got to experience what being a focal point in a team and system that's built around you does for you, right? Giannis is not a better basketball player. So, well, okay, excuse me. He's not more skilled than Kyrie Irving is. No, he's not. He's not. Kyrie Irving is one of the unguardable players in the NBA. And one of the most skilled players in the NBA. He, it, I, I, he like, Kyrie Irving is is is, is going to have a complete upgrade in every aspect of his game. He's going to shoot career highs in field goal percentages. He's going to shoot. He he's going to average a career. High. I have him averaging 27, 28 points per game next year in this season. Like he he there's there's no way this is messing up. He's he's going to average a career high in assists. Like 
playing with LeBron stunted his growth in a way because you know Kobe Bryant talks about Kyrie Irving like as I say a, give or take nah 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 cause I said it did both well look listen it taught Kyrie Irving what it takes to win mm-hmm. which is something that is is you 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 need that Kyrie Irving views himself as the best player in the NBA in his brain he thinks that's what he is and I fully expect him to try to prove that next year I think he will try to prove that too, but like I said, the only way we we give this man, I mean the media give this man the credit that he deserves, is if we if the Nets completely exceed every minuscule. But look, I, every minuscule expectation. We know that, that they will. We know that they will. I know they will. Like like I just like a, I have just like the, the Raptors are 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 going to exceed all the the pundits' expectations. Right. Like, I agree as well we, on that one too. We know that, like, you know. But with all that being said, man, it has to. But I I have them three, four, or two. Two is the top. I think first seed, I think we're going to not get first seed. I don't think that would nah, be. No, 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 no. no. That's, 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 that's Milwaukee or Sixers by 10 games. Yeah, so two, yeah. two three, four, I think the Nets can uh, get one of those spots. I think the Nets are firmly going to be. In the third seed, because I think they're going to cruise to 50-plus wins. And, and it's, it's cruise to that. Like, look, look, Kyrie Irving is built, this team is built around him. He picked the Nets. And one thing that people don't understand is this is a legacy year for him. Mm-hmm. Just like we talk about LeBron and, 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 and Kevin Durant. That legacy word coming again. Yeah, it's coming again. Yeah. Yo, like, Kyrie Irving is like, what about me? Like, yeah. Like, what about me? Like, I'm not, like, what am I, chopped liver? Like, what about me? Like, I'm literally, like, I'm, I'm, I'm an historic player and nobody's talking about me. I, I suspect Kyrie Irving is going to average 27 points a game. I suspect he's going to be a part of the 90-50-40 club. I suspect he's going to average eight assists. And that's going to be more than enough to win MVP. I, I, I can't disagree with you when it comes to 27 and 8. Yeah, that sounds very uh, MVP esque. He, l- l- listen, but, but, no, no, wait, 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 like, wait, 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 not to cut you off. He he literally like has floated around that most of his career, so yes. it's, it's not absurd to say that he's gonna be a part of that percentage club. He's been a, he's he's missed it by a few percentage points every year he's been in the league. It will it will definitely come down to wins and losses, and I him being a dark horse is not a it's not a dark it's horse. Not, it's not a laughing stock. He's going to finish top five. I guarantee that. Oh well, he's a dark horse. Dark horse as far as nobody's mentioning him. That's what. Well, people who have since mentioned him. Yeah. He he put himself in a position to succeed. He will. He would no longer be a dark horse when the season starts. When the ball tips up, that's 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 a different story. Bar- the only thing that stops is is injury. Yeah. Barring injury, that's it. And look, you understand? He's gonna be playing in New York. Like, the the Nets are going to have a a whole bunch of nationalized televised nationally televised games. Bobby people are going to be seeing him do this. To their favorite teams every night, and it's gonna be a uh, crazy, 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 crazy. Like yeah, crazy. He he has a team that not only respects him as their unquestioned leader, he has a team that's built around him, skill set wise. Like that, th- like he finally has the opportunity Cutters. that James Harden has. Yeah, he has that opportunity right now. Kenny Atkinson, right? I'm telling you, I'm telling you. 
Isn't he a D'Antoni disciple? Or yeah, yes. Somewhat? Yes, somewhat, yes. That, that's that's where we get the run and gun from. That's why whenever we played the Rockets, every single time we played them, we kept breaking the 10 to 3s record right. for both teams. Right, right. Every time, because we played the exact same way. Right. Well, not necessarily the exact same way. Yeah, because there's, there's a little bit more play calling on Kenny Atkinson's part. <laughs> and also, turning Kyrie into a pick and roll point guard again, I just, there's not much that can go wrong here. And let's let's call a spade a spade. Like he hasn't really had that many athletic um alley oop partners. Nope. Tristan Thompson did his best. He did caught, his caught, best. Caught a couple alley oops, but he's not a above the rim player. Did his best. He he has Jared Allen. He has DeAndre Jordan. And then even if he wants to be on a break, you have Karis Levert, Torian Prince. Yeah. And you know Joe Wilson Harris. Chandler. And and also there's rumors swirling. That Melo is going to be joining the Nets. If you put Melo as your small ball four and he's running with Kyrie, listen, this, look, eight, nine assists, guaranteed. Oh, that's, not, that's locked up. Not without a question. Without Lock, a question. Locked up. Like, so you're looking at a guy who's potentially going to give you 27 to 26 points per game. Shoot 90, 50, 40 on eight assists on a top three seeded team. That is enough to win the MVP award, especially with the shock and value with all these idiots like the. The the guy with the Farrakarmo, you know, uh, substitute teacher blazer. I think like he's gonna be shocked. He's gonna be. Well, I I I I can't believe we didn't see this coming. Like you know what I'm saying? Like come on, like bro. He's, he's Kyrie Irving completely turned around. It's weird. He's not a catcher anymore. Like it's gonna be all 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 this talk. And you know what? I was, I want to say what uh, a lot of the Celtics players are saying. They're saying Kyrie was not the problem, man. A lot of them are saying it. Tatum said I had no problem with him. Smart said I had no problem with them. Like, a lot of it is media storm. Yes, nonsense. Nonsense, Nonsense. Bro. They would take something he's... He would probably say the wrong thing to the media, and then it would come back. A lot. I think a lot of the, the thing... Brad Stevenson also said it. Falls on me, man. Yes, yes. Brad's, yeah, like trying to force Gordon Haywood as a focal point of the team. That's one of the problems that he had. One of the problems. Uh, another problem he had. Terry was there thinking he, he was as good as Kyrie Irving. That's another problem. Uh, another problem they also had was a lot of the pieces are same. Yes. The same thing. Like, listen, you can have Jalen Rose, Jason Tatum, and Jaylen Gordon. Jalen Rose, and, whoa, come on, man. I mean, Jalen Brown. <laughs> Jalen Brown. I think we said his name enough during this podcast. You know, yeah, Jalen Brown, Jason Tatum, and Gordon Haywood. I know Gordon Hayward started looking more like himself during the end of the year. Yes, he certainly did. So shout out to him. Shout, shout out to him. Uh, but you have a lot of these guys; they play the same. We gotta, we gotta like somebody gotta go. If you ask me, somebody gotta go. Players gotta move, and that's just the way I see it. Do you think Jalen Brown's future is is a really like staying there? I think Jalen Brown. When it boils down to it, I think he is a really good trade chip. I think he's uh, in the right situation. He's going to do some good things, and his career might even benefit from it. Like getting but, traded? Absolutely. Him getting traded, his career will benefit from it. But at the end of the day, Jalen Brown, Jason Tatum, Gordon Haywood. Gordon Haywood's contract is not movable. Yeah, no, it's, that's not. It's not. Especially... So, Especially if you think he's like a risk to, you know, like never go back to what he was and or repeat 
an injury so like that again. That that's yeah. out the yeah. window. Yeah, like nobody's gonna. So yeah. when it comes to trading Jason Tatum or Jalen Brown, you know, Ainge is gonna deal Jalen Brown off the rip. Like it's and like, like he's gonna finesse and actually get a whole bunch. Yeah, cause he's he's a a wheeler and a dealer. He's a that's how he plays, man. That's basically how it goes. So that's my whole assessment on that Celtic situation. But it's overstated, man. They need to stop putting this cancer stuff. Da 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 da. A lot of this stuff he 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 did not handle right. Like well, I okay, I, okay look, yeah, day, exactly, yeah, yeah, yeah. A lot yeah, of stuff he did yeah, not like, handle right. Cause like, like he 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 is the team leader. Like so, in the like everything season, Brad Stevens can take accountability for. Kyrie Irving, he did quit on the team. Yeah, in the postseason, we did see him quit on the team. Yeah, he did. He certainly did. We saw how he put out lackluster effort, and it was it was very uh, jarring. You could really see it. Yeah, yeah, you're like he was settling for bad shots. He at times he looked disengaged. He didn't look. Oh, he was interested. You could pre- tell he was already gone. And in a press conference, oh, you took thirty shots. He said, honestly, I should have took thirty more. Yeah, man, that's just... That's not yeah, what man. you say, man. That's not what you say, yeah. <laughs> yeah, man. That's not what you say, man. So you took 30 shots. I should have took 30 more. Yeah, man, Kyrie definitely has some growing up to do. And, uh, you know, like... But I feel like he's in the perfect situation to do that. Right. And, you know, again, like, like he... he look, like, I'm, I'm... Do you think media will affect him no. this, this season like how no. it affected him last season? No. Because... No, this no, is no. the media capital of the world. No, this no, is New I, York City. So, I feel like there'll be a lot of mics in his face like this, bro. Yeah, but like the the Nets protect their players. Like they don't leave them out to dry like the Knicks do in in, in this town. Like hence like, no hence no press press conference for for KD exactly, and Kyrie. Exactly, hence no press conference. Like like the Nets protect their players. They don't like let them go out there and you know again Spencer Dinwiddie kind of tested the waters last year. You know, when he was here, the refs don't... Yeah, like, that was not that's true. That's no, he, two he, seasons he was ago. definitely doing that last year, too. Oh, yeah. But he was definitely he, doing it last year. He was, like, on, he, was, he was on a different wave his, that, that other season. Yeah, yeah, yo, yo, yeah. Like, when he first got... Well, he, he was on a non-guaranteed contract talking about, yeah, whatever. But, like, one thing is this. Shout out to... Sean Mark stormed, stormed into the uh, NBA ref's office, and... Oh, that was, that was horrible. Yeah, and, like, and like Joseph side. The new Nets owner protected him. He was like, "Yeah, you know, we paid the fine." And was like, "Yo, we got this." So, they protect their players. That's why I feel like Kyrie's not gonna have a problem with the the quote unquote aggressive media. And when you're winning, and and you know everything around you is built for you to succeed and win. Which and it's the first time he's ever had that that situation in his entire NBA career, despite being a champion. This is the first time it's been about Kyrie Irving with a legit chance to win, to be successful. There, you can't overlook that. That is going to be enough to turn the tide. One thing I say that sets the table for um, Kyrie is, uh, is expectations are so low. Biggest things that work in his favor. 